tuning in and listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. In this episode, we are going to be talking about the Activision Blizzard madness and everything that's been going on there. Now, I did say that I would not be covering this because I was not interested in talking about the charges, the lawsuit, and everything that's happening there. And I, I don't really intend to talk about that today. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick to that. But I, I did feel that it was time to have an important conversation about what what sense can we make of everything that is happening. We're going to be talking about the various ways that this situation is affecting the industry. It's affecting studios. It's affecting both players that are pro-level or non-pro-level players, just a consumer. Uh, it, it's hurting games, properties, stuff that may not launch. And I really wanted to drill down on this and talk about how the gaming community and the internet culture right now is just so ill-equipped to handle this conversation and thought, well, let's try to have it. Let, let's let's try to discuss what's the way forward, what's the way to respond to situations like this when it does affect so many different layers and levels. And uh, so we are going to be talking about that today. So if you're looking for that, that'll be a timestamp in the description below when I try to give like a brief talk about what exactly triggered me talking about this? What exactly recently happened with the Call of Duty Vanguard trailer? That'll be a micro news segment. Really what this channel is about is a talk show. So if you clicked on this video and you're looking for like a short video, what you want is our SNTR updates channel. SNTR updates is a channel for little four minute news updates. That's what these segments really drive. So we will also be talking about xCloud Gaming is apparently coming this year. Microsoft talked about it yesterday we covered their gamescom live stream and the dying light 2 news that also came out of that and we've got more gamescom today so don't worry we've got a full 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 plate for you today obviously talking about activision blizzard will be the primary focus i'm sure it will bring some very good discussion debate maybe even some disagreement about how exactly we should move forward with this situation but also we've got gameplay psychonauts 2 launched today and we'll be checking that out playing that and we'll be doing that before we cover the opening night live stream with Jeff Keeley. he's got a lot of different developers stopping by and we wanted to make sure and cover that as well so three streams for you today you're not getting those little short upload videos in the evening and that is why we're doing so much content during the day that we have to scrap that because if we do too many notifications in a day, you won't get notified when we go live. Notifications are kind of touchy, so we try to play according to the rules. And there's yesterday. Yesterday, another full day. Every stream a little shorter than usual for the morning stream. So the turnout was great. Call of Duty Vanguard PlayStation exclusivity. We did spend some time yesterday. Let me, let me go full screen. We did spend some time yesterday on the situation with Destiny. And I'll give you a very short debrief this morning when the show starts about the conclusion we came to about how to move forward. I basically felt like I had four options with this situation when a new season starts and when there's a big reveal and we were we were obviously personally invested in the game, uh, we as a community, as a, as my family, as the business, and so the Witch Queen news was obviously very, very bittersweet. I wouldn't even say bittersweet. It was just bitter. 
and uh, we, 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 I want to talk to you guys about what we're doing going forward. And um, I'm going to give you a very short debrief this morning because I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to get bogged down on it. And you guys can really help with that because you're here every day. Like, this is this is your show as, as much as it is mine. And you guys have really been tuning in and showing up in, in a great, great way. And so I want to continue to deliver that. And that really drove the decision-making. Uh, with respect to yesterday if you want to watch we spent about an hour recapping kind of everything that went down and uh, I obviously am always going to stand up for myself and speak the truth but we don't want to focus on it we want the show to move forward we want the uh, the contents to be good and I feel like we did that yesterday I feel like we spent a little bit of time in it and then we quickly moved on to the discussion about exclusivity Uh, and a lot of other topics and so if you didn't catch that stream yesterday you can always go back and get a really really quick recap by going down into the description hit and show more and you can see the split gate news the free for all updates the battlefield 2042 cheats that are already being sold and then obviously all of our sponsors are there listed below and we greatly appreciate everybody supporting all those various avenues uh, whether you're buying a shirt or coffee or whatever. We really, really appreciate it. We dove in to Aliens Fireteam Elite. Obviously, we can only play for about an hour and a half because we had to cover the Gamescom stream. We, we couldn't we couldn't belabor gameplay. It would have been nice to go for about two or more hours with that game. There was a lot of stuff we didn't get to really experiment with. We got to kind of feel the content loop and the combat. And I gotta say, I, I think it's a really good game. Like, if you're looking for something just to play with the buds, shoot aliens, I believe it delivers that. So I'm gonna give it a recommendation, a light recommendation with a few caveats. It's not a full price game. It's very arcade-ish. And know what you're buying when you sign up for it okay you're not buying an MMO you're not buying a single-player action-adventure game that you're gonna play for a hundred hours this is a Friday night fun vibe game that's what it is and if you buy it for that I think you'll enjoy it it's like when you go watch a summer blockbuster that you know isn't gonna win any Oscars you just go for the fun of it you want to see some explosions some car chases and gunfights like and then you enjoy the movie if you go expecting that so I think aliens fire team is that it's it's the weekend prop your feet crack some drinks and and shoot some aliens with your uh, with your friends now the Xbox Gamescom stream. I'm going to save you the trouble. Don't don't bother watching that past broadcast. There was nothing of note or significance in that stream. I mean, we're going to be covering the Dying Light news and the xCloud news, but I mean, that was it. I mean, there was nothing there. And Halo, we slapped Master Chief on the thumbnail. There was no Halo. I think Where Was Halo was trending on Twitter Uh, And we're not really sure what's going on there. Microsoft taking the stage and not having a single thing to say or talk about or show. We were thinking we were going to get a launch date this week at Gamescom. Maybe they're holding back. Maybe there's a bigger thing. I don't know why you wouldn't do it when it was your show. It was Microsoft's show. Uh, So we'll uh, keep holding our breath, I guess, this week. I mean, they just got done telling people that the game isn't even going to launch with co-op campaign or uh, it's not going to launch with Forge. Those are coming later in, in later seasons. So not really anything of note 
there. Now, if you scroll down on our on our channel, on the main channel here, right, you can always see what's scheduled, what's coming. You can always see the SNTR presents episodes and the and the gameplay, right? And uh, if you keep scrolling down, you'll see all of our other channels, and these are here for you, depending upon what you enjoy. SNTR Shorts is little short clips and highlights. Please clip funny moments. If you know of funny moments or you saved them or whatever, put those in the Discord so we can shout you out and use those clips to make short little funny videos. This is taken off over here because shorts is becoming a thing that YouTube is heavily invested in. So be sure to support that channel if you want. And then SNTR Updates is really, really great for anybody looking for short uploads for very, very quick vids. Uh, and these these videos over here uh, typically get, you know, a couple hundred views. Sometimes they take off and do really, really well. So we are just putting everything over there. It's a nice encyclopedia of all that we cover. And then SNTR Gaming is very, very similar. Little nice 30-minute videos or 15-minute videos. These This is a stream. This is from me and Hilly playing. A great way for you to catch gameplay and sometimes we jump on something and it really pays off 30,000 views on the quake remastered gameplay we're getting a lot of hate on that video because I just played it very casually and had fun and I guess they expected me to get every single uh, secret but video game voting is something we're doing for tier 2 members and above and they voted for Marvel Avengers War for Wakanda this was for first time Tuesday a game that Lono skipped out on he didn't play it we wanted to go and check this one out now, the reason that that's getting kicked over to gaming as a 30-minute is because Aliens Fireteam Elite launched yesterday, and then the Rewind stream we're going to hold off on, because Death Stranding, I think, won, and it was a tie between Death Stranding and Hades, so we're going to give you guys some more time to break that tie in Discord, and... Psychonauts 2 is a big enough launch that that takes precedent today. If you guys go and vote... And there's nothing major dropping, you're going to get your wish. Like tomorrow I'm playing Splitgate. That was something that you guys voted for for video game voting. On Monday I played Mortal Shell on this channel. That was something that you guys voted for in video game voting. So consider upgrading uh, if you want to take part in that. That's a great way to influence what we do in the afternoons. If you really think, man, he needs to go back to that game it's been patched. It's been updated. Oh, I can't believe he skipped out on this. Also, for Mondays, for Passer Play Mondays, that's a great time to get sampling of indie titles or offshoot titles. The list in there is a little lesser known. So you can look those games up and make that decision. Everything's been updated in there right now. If you're a Tier 2 member or above, be sure to go into the Discord and cast your votes and let's try and keep that momentum and keep promoting that we really like that concept and that idea that you guys are sort of dictating the show in the afternoon got a he-man shirt on i wore the skeletor one the other day i I just love the giant large print uh so be sure to use the shirt command if you're like man that shirt is so awesome i need to get that shirt be sure to use the shirt command coffee command and all that's down there you guys are buying coffee like crazy right now so thank you uh get those orders in my wife has been printing the labels at night and dropping them off pronto so dark roast should be in many people's homes very very soon so the dark roast and the light roast a lot of people are buying both they are very interchangeable it is the same base flavor with the balanced acidity but the dark roast is more full-bodied because it's been roasted longer it's got a more bold fuller taste and then the light roast is more of a medium-bodied coffee very drinkable 
and very very smooth i enjoy actually uh, both of these almost equally so be sure to use those co- those those commands down there displate you guys are buying displates thank you for supporting a brand new sponsor that's what those things are on the wall back there they're 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 so easy to install they're awesome i, I think they're very reasonably pl- uh, priced so be sure to check those out i mean if you want to have a nice stylish you know entertainment room den or whatever these things can really class up the joint i think they're really really nice so hit all the buttons use all the commands this is going to be you know i I think a good conversation today as long as we keep it in a really healthy lane Uh, i do not want to get bogged down into the subjects that we've kind of gotten on before uh it's very delicate and i think people went through some really crappy stuff uh, and, and in some cases, criminal uh, things took place. And I just don't think it's helpful for us to focus on that. I think it's more helpful to focus on what can we as a gaming community and culture do when these sorts of things happen? Because I don't think we're handling this and other situations even in the last year. I don't think we're handling it very well. I don't think it's being handled in a healthy way. So that's the main conversation and lead today. If you're a paying member, get your questions in. Use that question command. We're going to start to maybe use the bigger scene so your questions can be bigger, maybe on the screen a little bit longer. So that is a, that's another perk and another thing coming for paying members. So get those questions submitted. Get into the front of the line there. And, uh, and I appreciate you guys supporting so much. Smash the like button. Get us our first 100 likes. I'll be live on the mic in just a second. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. And that image is wrong. Let's get let's get the right image on there. There, that's the show today. Forgot to update that image. That's a new thing in the flow. Thank you guys for being in the live audience and ready for another day of SNTR presents. We've got you know a touchy subject this morning. We've got new gameplay of Psychonauts 2. We have more Gamescom, the Jeff Keighley opening night show that we'll be co-streaming this afternoon. So I hope you guys are buckled in, got your Rageless Roast, got your coffees. We already got an order of Rageless Roast during the intro. Thank you so much for ordering some coffee. Dead 718, we appreciate you so, so much doing that. I see you in the chat feed. Thank you so much for being here. What's the poll today? Uh, yeah, oh, that's a good thing. Let's start with a poll right away. Michael coming in with a membership. Thank you so much for doing that, hitting the join button and maintaining the membership base here on the channel. Two hours ago, we had a renewal as well from Ebo Cuz. So we appreciate you guys renewing your memberships or all of the brand's new members. Uh, and remember, if you upgrade to tier two, you can take part in the video game voting. All members can submit questions and have them show up on the screen. So, in uh, I, I actually want to ask the question in this situation: uh, Activision Blizzard does boycotting games help? Right in this situation. Does boycotting games help? Do you think that is a helpful, you know, response to everything that has gone on? Yes or no? Is 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 boycotting an appropriate response here? And I, I, before we get into it, and, and why I wanted to talk about this, 
I'm going to give you guys a timestamp here of 15, 1530 so that I can quickly address in one to maybe less than three minutes what our plan is going forward with respect to Destiny and the Destiny situation. Undeniably, you guys are paying attention, playing still, maybe watching their stream and everything else. And that's totally fine. We just are not going to cover that game. We're not going to discuss it. We're not going to watch their reveals. We're not going to dive into their new seasons. Uh, I have zero desire to cover a game that unjustly banned me and has CMs that publicly lied about me, libeled me, defamed me, and damaged my business. They targeted me, my business, and my family, and the way that I provide for my family in a direct way uh, as a villainous and horrible thing and they will likely never do the right thing. And because of that, we decided we simply cannot ever really discuss this any longer. It just isn't helpful. I basically told Creature, we have four options. We can we can cover it and, and, and feel sick to our stomach covering it, which I don't want to do. We could cover it and go negative and be kind of petty, which I don't want to do. Uh, you know, we could go on the attack and put them on blast and go on Twitter and make videos exposing them and go on the attack, which I also don't want to do. We ultimately decided that we want to just keep doing this show. And the reason we want to keep doing this show is because you guys have been responding well to it. The audience has been showing up. Uh, the core, the core audience support has been, uh, incredible. And I do not want that disgusting community or or company disrupting what we have so that is ultimately the decision that we came to and that's that's what we're going to stick to we will we will not be trudging up you know into this anymore we're going to start we're we're very very close to simulcasting and being a live podcast available on literally every platform because we're one of the few content creators that can do that because of how we've built the show and the last thing I want to do is be broadcasting out to a bunch of new ears and new eyeballs just a bunch of crap about a company that I hate so I don't I don't think it's worth it I don't so that is your literal one and a half to two minute debrief on we're we're moving on okay I made the decision primarily to move on for you guys and for the show because it would feel really good to go full scorched earth but that's not the right decision okay so moving on the the poll in chat right now is linked to a bigger discussion about the activision blizzard situation and i want to be very clear here my goal today is to not come over the the lawsuit and the charges and the claims i don't think that's helpful i don't think that that is our place Even if right now we went through every gory detail, I don't see the point in doing that because that's not our place. Some of it could be false. Some of it could be true. Some of it could be exaggerated and somewhere in between. That is up for the courts to decide. I would, I want there to be an exhaustive, uh, you know, investigation into this so that the truth is discovered rather than just going in and, you know, bludgeoning the business or the people that work there. So, thank you for uh, reminding me, Snow, to update my command. Yes, the He-Man shirt. Thank you. Good to see you, Snow. Um, Always good to see you and Hex. Uh, So, we're not going to get into that. Because that that, that is just not our place. I think that's part of the problem in these situations. 
is that we think that we're going to we think that we're going to solve it or that we think we're going to fix the problem and in the last in the last 12 months the gaming community and internet culture has failed just just horribly failed to handle serious or nuanced or or touchy situations starting with me all the way to now i feel that the internet is just at a a fundamental failure as a as a as a corporate gathering or as a as a communal effort to do anything i feel they have failed miserably to hold real bad people accountable and for justice to be done and essentially all people want is an easy scapegoat to beat on and i think that's one of the reasons in this in this in this situation with activision blizzard everyone's just sort of jumping to the tried and true response of boycott and posture and tweet right i've been re-watching comedians in cars getting coffee because it's, it's always incredibly inspirational as a content creator because so many of these very very successful comedians spent years being paid nothing and no one knowing who they are and uh it's always very very inspirational from a creative standpoint as well the way they think through uh communication and comedy right and uh, one of the guys was talking about it. He says, you know, he, he was from South Africa, and he was like talking about the 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 way that you can just do, you know, it, it was Trevor Noah, and he was talking about. I always want to call him Noah instead of Trevor Noah. I always want to call him by his last name. Um, he was saying, you know, you, you can just throw in with a, with a cause, you know, in your underwear. You know, you just send out a tweet and just how that's not real. That's not real. That's not actually doing anything. And so I thought it was pretty insightful into just how easy and sort of laissez-faire you can be with these situations. You can just lean back in your in your recliner and light the world on fire and then go about your day. Um so I don't think it's as simple as, you know, what what should we do with our wallets? Like, I don't think that's as simple either because I want to read some of the commentary from chat. Butter says, wallets talk, and I understand supporting the people that make the games 100%. I assume most will be back, but I think a month or two boycott is okay to do. I don't play any of them anyway. And Zyber says, I feel that if a major corporation had similar practices, people would not buy any more products from that company only in video games do we take into account the employees just because we like playing. I actually am considering the employees because I know what it's like to be on the other end of an over-exaggerated sense of what should be done in these situations. Like, you know, bad C-suite level employees and HR level employees destroy the entire company and those guys are all going to retire and be totally fine so you're not actually doing anything right all if you look at these situations generally i think that's the problem is that we end up we end up lighting the wrong things on fire just because it feels good to destroy something like if a giant corporation if if, if it became known that the c-suite level employees you know at honda were doing horrible things in hr and it had been going on for years and there was an investigation and a lawsuit 
people wouldn't be like, well, I'm not going to buy a Honda anymore. Why? Because they're like, well, there's factories, there's workers, there's people that had nothing to do with this. I still like the cars. But there would be people that would say, no, we need to boycott Honda. Don't buy their cars. Don't, you know, don't buy their products anymore. And I'm here to tell you, I never actually think that's helpful. Like, it's not helpful. You're coming in after the fact. It's like they caught the criminal, or or they're trying to catch the criminals. They're investigating. They're looking into it. There's a court case, and we're standing on the outside, throwing throwing firebombs at people that are like, I have nothing to do with this. Like I'm I'm just you know trying to get trying to get my uh, my my job done. And to be fair, to be fair, I wrote down I, we, we we wanted this to be thoughtful, so I wrote down widespread damage, and then I wrote arrows off of widespread damage. There are projects that are now completely under threat. That means investment and passion and time that was poured into Diablo 4, Overwatch 2, World of Warcraft. All these games and projects are now in jeopardy. Okay, that's one angle of the damage. Entire studios are potentially in jeopardy now. That means jobs. That means employees. That means people paying their bills and and uh, and and having having health insurance like. All of that is also damaged in this situation. Then you have the creators. You have people that have built entire channels and 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 their livelihood is, well, I, I play this game. I, I, I This is something that I do. I, I dive in every week and I do the updates and I comb over, uh, comb over all the stuff. That's another angle of damage. And then all of the players. You've got pro players and organizations that will be probably completely upended by this, by the absence of the leagues and the, the entire esports scene. Now, it may recover in a couple of years, but in the immediate future, it's not looking very good. And then you have all the non-pro players. Just the guy at home that wants to come home from his crummy job and play a video game now looking down this this situation and seeing like well i mean that's that game's not even going to happen or no longer be supported or it'll basically be end of life you know and so to me we are this is so nuanced like i just rattled off like eight layers of damage that's coming from this situation and we think brigading on twitter and boycotting is is the answer now Boycotting can be effective, as Robert is saying. The bus boycotts in the 60s, right? That's exactly right. When you're unable to get the legal traction that you want, if justice is denied you, then that's a good way to respond, right? See a deaf. That's a good thing to do. The problem with this situation is justice is is just getting started and we want to add on to it, right? The state of California in this moment is attempting to bring about justice. And in this in in this in this case, I, I feel we should leave it to them. I, I do. I, I I think we should leave it to them. What good is it to say, well, they're attempting to find out who actually did the wrong stuff? How many bad people were there? How many instances were there? You know, was it criminal? Even right now, everyone's like, oh, they shredded documents. And there was a lawyer that's like, well, now hang on a minute. They're allowed to do that in some circumstances. So we need to make sure, was the shredding of these documents done in a nefarious way? 
or was it done in a totally legitimate way? A lot of companies have entire, you know, uh, there's entire businesses centered around document destruction because of privacy and sensitive information so them shredding documents is obviously hitting headlines and everyone's like oh my gosh they're they're shredding documents like well there is there is now becoming a disagreement between what the state feels they're owed in the in the process and what what activision blizzard feels they're allowed to they're allowed to withhold whether it's like if you've looked at the apple epic lawsuit they've had all kind of things drug into the light with respect to the fact that we learned, for example, Sony was making Epic pay for crossplay, essentially. Well, we learned that through the lawsuit, right? That's not something every company wants drug out there. It might not even be illegal, criminal, or or damning things. It could just be like, man, this is our intellectual property we're trying to protect here, if that makes sense. Genuine human empathy doesn't extend to people that are that far outside our circles. I think that it could. I think that it could. Here, Here's the issue, Eugene. We are attempting to approach a very complex situation with a lot of moving parts, and we're approaching it with a baseball bat. We're like, well, if we hit the machine, it'll maybe it'll start to run better. Wham! Cause some damage. Yeah, we're not going to buy your games anymore. Okay, well, is that going to fix anything? I, I just don't think so. I don't think it's a solution. All we know how to do as an internet culture is boycott, cancel, and attack. That's all we have. There's no conversation. There's no education. There's no learning. There's no forgiveness. There's no growth. It's if something isn't right or something is wrong, it gets attacked until it dies. You know, this happens in the animal kingdom, by the way. Uh, I believe... When I was growing up, we had friends of ours that had a big chicken farm. And the guy that ran the chicken farm said if there was a chicken that got injured in some way, like it had like a a part of its face that got a cut on it and it would be bleeding. The other chickens would attack that chicken until it was dead. So you had to be very, very aware of injured animals. You had to get them out of there because they'd get killed by the other animals. Okay. That's like a picture of Twitter and what we do these days. Like, as soon as there's blood in the water, it's like, oh, this is an opportunity to attack someone, destroy them or the company or whatever, and then move on with our day. We don't ask questions. We don't. We don't, we don't inquire. We don't, we don't learn. We just say, hey, this, this is our opportunity get the bat we're gonna we're gonna hit this thing until it falls over and this is very obviously very close and personal to me because that's exactly what happened to me not like not a single person asked a question no one was thoughtful no one came and spoke to me no one considered my family the fallout none of it just we've decided that this person is bad beat him till he's dead is essentially what they did and they all threw confetti in the air, right? Husbands, fathers, wives, dads, and moms were celebrating the destruction of a man that had a family and a home and all these things attached to him because it doesn't matter. And in this situation, it's no different. It is no different. There's blood in the water. Get the bat. 
hit this thing until it topples over. There are creators right now, there are content creators right now getting attacked and getting and getting told that they like you should not cover this game anymore, you shouldn't do this, you should you you should you should you shouldn't be covering it. So keep funding horrific boys clubs literally killing their staff. Okay, we don't know if that's true and that's not helpful. That sentence right there is exactly the problem. Thoughtless, hyperbolic, exaggeratory nonsense. That's just nonsense. So the only option is to just keep funding a boys club that literally killed their staff. Like, did you not listen to anything that I just said for like the last 20 minutes, right? Like, it, if, think of it this way. The court, the, the, the state and the court is attempting to, to enact justice to remove the, as you call it, horrific boys club, right? So the lawsuit is attempting to uproot and find the criminal wrongdoing, the, the you know, the bad, the, 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 the bad behavior, the bad actors. Get them out of here, right? They're trying to come over it. And one of the real reasons, right? One of the real reasons it's so important for us to wait is because how much of it might be wrong, exaggerated, misrepresented, okay? There's so many elements to this. So the worst thing we can do right now is, well, let's throw gas on the fire, you know? Let's just throw gas on the fire because, well, it'll make us feel good. You're not funding a boys club. You're not. You're not funding a boys club. You're funding a company that got caught doing bad stuff and they're in trouble now. Like, and if you continue to cover the game or play the game or make videos about the game or whatever, you're not funding the bad activity. You're like, no, that has nothing to do with me and it has nothing to do with the game and it has nothing to do with the people that work there. I think the algorithm and catering of content has made us impatient for content. We don't like to see, so if we see it on our phones or our computers, we go bonkers, right? Agreed. We have to remember there are thousands of employee, thousands of employees. Those people most likely need that job, and they should be punished for the things of the few. They shouldn't be punished for the things of the few, right? That's, I think, the main issue that I have with everybody's response to this is that we're, it, there's, there's no nuance. There's no, well, wait, do, how many people were involved? How bad was this? Are we getting the truth yet? You know? And you can say, oh, it's in the documents. You know what's in the documents, Big Mouth Strike? What's mostly in the documents is claims. There's, there's been very, from what I've seen, they haven't gone through and proven much. There were some things that were proven that were criminal, yes, but there was, there's some things that are right now, it's all, it's all in the court's hands. It's a claim. So you can claim your boss came in on a Friday and punched you in the face. And I could see the claim and think, oh my gosh, what a terrible guy. But what if it never happened? It's just a claim at this point. At some level, some of it's just claims and some of it has been proven. That's why I don't get involved in that. Why? Because it's not my job to splice that out. 
Like, what am I going to comb through hundreds of pages of a document to figure out what's true and what's not? You know what I mean? It was an internal investigation, so it's been investigated. But an internal investigation would still only have potentially claims for certain things. If I internally investigate a company and I got, you know, I got Susan from accounting telling me something bad happened, and that's a part of the investigative document, that doesn't mean it happened. Don't you see the danger of being like, oh, well, there was an investigation, they made some claims, I guess it's all true. What, what if it's not? That's why you have to have a legal process. Was there people saying, think of the poor bar staff when they took down the mob? I don't know what you're talking about. Labor suits don't get this far. I thought some of it, I thought the bulk of the case too was like unequal pay or something. Without truth to the claims. Okay, Eugene... This is such a parallel to what happened to me. A grain of truth, a grain of truth that turns into a bomb, a nuclear bomb, right? This person acted a little weird or a little inappropriate. Kaboom! He's a predator! Like, in this situation, how do we know that, that it's as bad as, as people claim? Like, a grain of truth, a grain of truth, boys club, unequal pay, you know, inappropriate remarks and jokes were made, and we, okay, grain of truth. How do we know over the years, over the months, that didn't mushroom into statements, claims, complaints that are not accurate? Because all of the people that spoke about me and their experiences with me, they were not accurate. I've, I've, I've... I've reread some of the statements over the over the years since the one girl sent me the email in 2018 and it blows my mind how twisted a person's perception can get and how exaggeratory a person can be when they know it's going to get attention and when they know it's going to create damage. I have no doubt that there's some really shady crap that is true, but let the courts do their jobs. Why pile on and hurt people that weren't involved any more than they already have been? Right, like... Did Creature told me that they fired or laid off like what was it like 1900 people or something that were attached to this and they've hired back like 1700 of them do, do you understand like they, they though there are people that were involved in this in a, in a bad and in, in they and in, in that they were the ones suffering and they've been brought back on. And so we're going to attack the company that they're probably happy to be working for again and that the wrongs are being righted. Can you imagine that breath of fresh air like, oh, I'm not laid off anymore. They're bringing me back. The investigation's getting traction. The wrongdoers are going to get their due. And then the internet turns on the company and you're like, wait, wait, whoa. Like, no, there was a woman that worked there. Was was like, this isn't helping. It's not helping. You're not helping me. What helped me was my voice being heard, getting rehired, and the, and the, and the and the courts. That's what's helping me. That that's not helping. That's why we're talking about it, Toaster. I know you're doing like the cliche, why are we talking about this today? Cuz I want to. Is that good enough for you? I think it's an important conversation to say 
this has to happen over here. What we're doing as a culture, as a gaming community, it's not helpful. Like, the point of this conversation is exactly why you're saying we shouldn't be talking about it. The point of the conversation is there's massive fallout from this, right? And you're throwing gas on it. Like, I'm telling in a very personal way, from personal experience, I'm telling people this is not the way forward. I think it's an important message to tell the gaming community you have got to start pumping the brakes on this. People have been mercilessly attacked on Twitter based on fake stuff. Fake stuff. Fake, phony, made-up stories. It happened to me. It happened to another member of the community, like the fake Discord. You remember the fake Discord messages that people figured out that they could fake? And then they lit that person's life on fire, and they were so traumatized. They're like, I don't even think I can stream anymore. Right? I'm throwing gas because I refuse to support a company because of crappy practices. Y'all still buying Nestle products too? I don't know what the issue is with Nestle. So let let me let me let me take Eugene's question and let's consider it for a moment. You making a personal decision to not support that company is something that that's a conclusion that you arrived at, right? Now, I would like to push against that and say, hang on a minute. Knowing everything about the company and knowing what's happening to, with to to whatever degree of certainty we can have that we know these things, like the knowledge that we have about it, like to what degree of certainty do you think you have a picture of what happened, okay? And you make that personal decision. You say, I'm not going to support this company any longer. Now, I'm coming along and trying to add to the conversation and say, now, hang on a second. Hang on. Aren't, isn't that company right now going through a process of fixing the very thing that you don't want to support? They are being investigated. They are being, you know, there are people being dismissed. There are people quitting. There, I had like a fuzz on the mic. There are people quitting, okay? So I guess my question to you would be, at what point do they get to a place where you would be like, I can buy their stuff again? Is it when the court thing is over and those people have been fired? How how do you know they fixed the culture? Unless you go there, get hired, and like privately bug the place or investigate the place. If they go through this process, let's imagine that we get on the other side of this court case in 2022 and a bunch more people get fired and, and a bunch more people, maybe even some people get thrown in jail. Where do you get to a place where you're like, oh, I can support this company now. I can support them now. Why? Do you work there? Have the employees said anything to like indicate, oh, it's better now. All of the companies that you support right now with financial support, you have no clue what their environment or their culture is like. You don't. You just take it on good faith that these companies are run well and they're not mistreating their employees, right? You just take it on faith. There's no way for you to know. The only reason that you know about this situation is because there's a court case. That's the only reason. And that should be reason enough to be like, well, I don't have to do anything. The court's going to take care of it. These accusations are just problem number 482, blah, 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 in a long list of problems with Activision Blizzard, though. It comes out that none of this happened. It's not like they 
had a lot of goodwill left before. Well, and that's fine. Like, if there are people right now that won't buy certain games because of the microtransactions, they think it's bad, evil, corrupt, predatory, whatever, and they won't support certain games and certain companies. That's totally fine. That's your personal decision, okay? I think that there is a big difference between... Um... Let me let me let me think of it. Let me think of a metaphor. Let me think of a way to give you a thought experiment in this. Okay. We've all been around the person that is suddenly vegan. Okay, and they're just insufferable because they have to tell everybody about it, and it's like, oh my word! Right? It's like somebody who just ran a five k. How many of your friends have run a five k? You don't need to ask that question. They'll tell you when they've run their five k, and and that's like a joke and a meme but at the same time you know that it's true so there's a difference between that person deciding personally this is how I'm going to live and this is the diet I'm going to have and that person hijacking an entire dinner conversation and being annoying and brigading for it right we all know what it's like to be around a person like that okay we all know That's to me, is the difference between somebody saying privately to themselves, I am not going to support Apple because of what they do in the factories, or I'm not going to support this company because what I learned about what they do in in their factories, not going to support them anymore. There's a giant difference between that and you going up to anybody with with an iPhone and giving them a speech or brigading about it or like, oh, we should shut this company down and da 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 da. Now, if you think, this is where I think social movements have gotten so muddy, okay? If there is a genuine injustice that is not being fixed, okay? Imagine footage comes out and there is a local restaurant owner and he is whooping on his employees. Like, there's actual footage of it. He's physically just whooping on them when they don't when they're late or something we would be like oh my gosh throw this guy in jail okay let's imagine that he was the brother of like the chief the the police chief commissioner or something and you can't get you you can't get um you can't get justice for these people, this manager that is that is beating his employees, you're like, we cannot get justice because he's the brother of the police chief. Well, what other course do we have? Boycott. Picket. This is unjust. And we are going to do what we can to bring attention to it. Well, then enough enough news would travel that then there would be enough pressure that then he would be arrested and summarily charged right it wouldn't it wouldn't last okay now in in that situation your first response when you see that footage would not be let's go picket and boycott that restaurant you'd be like well no get where are the police get him arrested get him out of there get a new manager why because you would think well those poor employees my goodness like Let's get a new manager in there. Let's get this guy behind bars. He's a criminal. Do you see the flow of thought? The flow of thought is, where is the law? Where is the, where is the police? Where is the enforcement? That's the thought process. We're getting denied this justice. Let's, let's go fight for it. 
we skip all that now we skip all that we hear something and we're like well let's let uh, let's let an actual legitimate investigation you know take place let's let's let that happen would you keep eating at the restaurant if the guy got arrested and thrown behind bars and that hit the news cycle do you want to know what most small towns would do they would probably go and support the restaurant and then pay big tips to the wait staff oh my gosh what a monster so glad he's behind bars and arrested we're gonna come and support you we're gonna support this business what a terrible thing that you had to go through you see the line of thinking it's logical it's thoughtful it considers all factors we don't even do that now. We're like, well, we're not going to wait for an official investigation. Someone comes out and makes a claim about somebody on Twitter. Well, this guy did thus and so three or four years ago. Well, what did you do about it? Did you go to the police? Did you go to the authorities? Did you do anything official? No, you just held it in your back pocket in case he became successful. Wham, hit him. Bam, down he falls. Yeah, I was, let's just take him out. No, no trust in the, the, the legal process, no trust in the actual systems that have been established. Just, yeah, let's just take them down. You're talking about one bad actor versus a company-wide rot. Right, but when the rot is at the top, Eugene, and again, we don't know to what degree it was company-wide. You can say that, but we don't know. That's why you have to trust the investigation. If you found out a chain of restaurants was laundering money and selling drugs to children, it would make sense to pump the brakes on ordering a cheeseburger from there. Like, whoa, I don't want to support that. But if the investigation found out, well, it was just the managers, it wasn't the wait staff or the cooks, and they're all in jail now, and, uh, and, the, and the company's been bought by a different company, and now there's new management, you'd be like, oh, okay. Well, that's, well, there, yeah, they got the bad, they got that, that company-wide rot out. We, we got them out. We got them out. We, that was, that was a that was a that was not an isolated one manager instance. It was like multiple people across, you know, twenty stores. It's pretty much infected all of Blizzard. Pay discrimination is a company wide issue. Right, but who has knowledge of that? Do you see? Like do, if if you had if you had fifty restaurants and they were pay discriminating and, and they were paying the women less, who knows that? who hr and like c-suite that's probably it so you're gonna go in and hurt all the people that have been suffering under the injustice maybe unknowingly by being like well let's destroy this business let's just shut the whole thing down i came into selling drugs to kids and laundering money what a way to start my day i i don't i just don't this is this is exactly why you have to let them sort it out. Let's say they, let's say they had company-wide pay discrimination. Do you know how nuanced and complicated that probably is? That is probably mega complex. Multiple moving parts, multiple reasons for it, whether there's right or wrong reasons for it. Okay. And there, there could be there could be reasons for for what seems like pay discrimination. You could be like, well, no, it actually isn't, or well, no, it's actually worse than we thought. 
we, we, we combed over the documents and the emails. This is actually way worse than we thought. Like, it's super complex. So I don't think you can just be like, oh yeah, it's a bad thing. Let's just stop supporting the company. Let's just boycott. I also separate Blizzard Dev Company from Activision. And, and this is why I don't want to get into the charges and the claims, Eugene. It's too complex for us to parse out and splice in an intelligent way. I, it just isn't possible. It, it's not our job. It's how many moving parts, how many employees, how many wrongdoers, how many, how many innocent people. There's just no way to know. you got to let this process wash over the company and root out the, the the people that did things at and there's a spectrum right there could be a guy who made a joke in the lunchroom and there could be a sinister person at a c-suite level that, beho- that that needs to be arrested okay like there's giant differences between the two that's the other thing that I don't like about jumping to boycott because boycott is the is the strongest response right? That's why you can't categorize boycotters as bad. I think the response is Im- it's so immediately strong. I'm not saying they're bad. I'm saying, can you pump the brakes on that and answer me a couple of questions? As I asked you, at what point do you think you can support the company again? If two or three people get arrested, 18 people get fired, you know, they do all this and we get into the middle of the, you know, the middle of next year. Are you then like, oh, I can support that company now? Boycotting is not canceling. They're almost synonymous now, Robert. The world that we live in, your personal decision to boycott might be measured and intelligent. But by and large, the gaming community and the internet culture is not boycotting calmly. They're boycotting viciously, attacking anybody anybody attached to the business whether they work there they make videos they play the game everyone's getting attacked boycotting and canceling are now you have to understand something and this is such a bigger issue zoom all the way out and forget what we're talking about for just a moment and think about the tribalistic default it's like the default setting right now on twitter is tribalism if you don't agree with where things are right now you are a blank fill in the blank you're a get out of here and that is the default schema that's the default schematic that people are approaching this situation with boycott or get the frick out it's synonymous with cancellation now. It's like you're just going to get canceled, you're going to get attacked, you're going to get you're going to get bludgeoned until you acquiesce and agree. We're either going to push you to the fringes of internet culture through through turning you into a pariah, attacking you, getting you blacklisted, whatever. We're going to we're going to attack you mercilessly or you're going to give way to it. We're you're you're you're, we're we're gonna give we're you're gonna give way to it. Oh, fine, I'll boycott too. So I see a bigger picture at play. I see the tribalistic default settings in the background behind this. 
I'd have to see it, but I don't live that way. I'm not concerned with when I'll be able to support again. I care about now. Boy thought boycott is the methodology. Cancellation is a motive. Right. Well, what did RT say? If in your effort to boycott, you close your ears to the other variables and despise people who land on those variables, you're a canceler, not a boycotter. Right, there are plenty of people right now that can sit down and play World of Warcraft and make that content and do it with a, with a clean conscience. I believe that they can. I believe that they can. They can look at the situation and say, I- I'm trusting the courts to do the right thing. I don't have to stop doing this. I'm not supporting the bad actors. I'm not supporting or endorsing the bad behavior. Do you see? I got in so much hot water years ago because people clipped me out of context talking about Kevin Spacey. I got clipped out of context because we didn't know enough. We didn't have all the information. And I was like, like, so I woke up in the morning. I read a really generic blog about the situation. It sounded really odd. I was like, this doesn't even make sense. Why are we hearing about this 30 years later? It doesn't even sound like anything happened. That was the initial news break. There was some random blog that got a hold of it and I had seen it. And so people showed up in the morning and started asking me about it. And what did I say? I was like, well, I don't think we should be ruining a guy's career over. And I rattled off a couple of statements that got completely misconstrued. Now, later in the day, the full story broke and more details came out and more people came forward. And I was like, well, then obviously if those things took place, no, that's, that's reprehensible, right? There needs to be justice done. But do you see, I pumped the brakes before having all the facts and was like, I don't, I'm not going to torch this guy's career. We don't, we don't know everything yet. And look at what people did to me. They made me look like I was defending some terrible person. And, but that's the world we live in. Everyone is scared to not throw in with the mob. Because if you throw in with the mob, you're on the safe side of the fence. You're the ones holding the torches and the pitchforks. So it's a lot safer that the minute a story breaks to be like, forget that guy, burn him to the ground. You know, nobody reached out to me when, all, when everything happened. There was not a single person that DM that was like, oh my gosh, are you okay? Nobody did that. Now, at a content creator level, why? Because they're terrified to be on the wrong side of it. They're not going along with it because they believe it or because they're virtuous or righteous. They do it because they're cowards. And in this situation, it's almost identical. It's like you either go along with this and immediately throw in with the cancel brigading and the shouting and the screaming, or you're going to be labeled as, well, you're defending the bad people. The, you're just as bad as them and then that's why people give way to it they're like oh well I better stop covering the game I better stop playing the game they they, they feel like oh the pressure's too great not Asmongold well I, you know I, he's prob- more than likely I bet you if you got him off camera off record he would say that it's it's taking a toll a psychological toll because I guarantee you he gets comments tweets I, gu- I guarantee you he gets hate because of it. 
and it takes a toll. It, it starts to wear you down. Yo, it's good train. Let's get some questions up on the screen. If you guys are new, this is what we do. It's discussion oriented, and uh, this is obviously a pretty weighty subject. And I'm, I'm, I'm obviously very directly and personally, you know, impacted by the way the internet culture treats people, um, and the way that the internet treats these situations as if they know what's right, what's wrong, and, and how to proceed. So it's obviously very, uh, very personal for me. Uh, if you want to support the stream, hit the subscribe button, hit the like button. You do need to be a subscriber to talk in the chat. Take our poll at the top of the screen. Does boycotting games help in this Activision Blizzard situation? 68% are saying no. Uh, so be sure to weigh in if you are a paying member. Um, which I think I missed Noisy Orchid. I missed Noisy Orchid's membership. Are you still here? I am sorry I didn't call that out. I see that on my dashboard. I don't remember saying anything for Noisy Orchid. If you become a paying member, you can do this. You can have your uh, your question pop up right on the screen just like that. And Ashen says, do you see Activision using this as a chance to install Loyalist after clearing out the company, turning it into a sock puppet, essentially? This is why you have to hope and trust that the courts get an exhaustive amount of information and can and can and can enact justice and get the people out that need to be out get the people charged criminally if they were if there was criminal activity you know i i just i don't you know what i mean when Deej left there were bungee devs subtweeting stuff like i hope the door hits you on the way out and crap like that these people hate everyone not just lono I didn't see any of that. There were people that actually did that. That that's that that seems kind of crazy. That seems kind of crazy. Companies only change because of one thing: their bad actions become more costly than the good ones. Boycotts help with that. Maybe, maybe the boycotts help with that. But again, if the bad actors are up at that C-suite level, a lot of these people are going to just leave and go work somewhere else, and they'll be totally fine. You know, Mayday showed me. Oh, really? That's insane to me that actual developers tweeted things like that. Wow. It's. I'm telling you, it's not surprising. You can sense it in their in their in their public persona. It's just juvenile. It's very very juvenile. It's it's agree with us or get out. Right? How many times have you seen people do this? They're having a disagreement with somebody on Twitter and they're like, well, I just went and checked your Twitter feed. I just went and checked your Twitter feed. I don't need to interact with you anymore. Block. Right? They have a category. They have a category of if you are in this this bracket of thought, whether it's political or whatever, that I don't even have to interact with you. You're, you're, you're beneath me. Right? This person is a former Bungie dev who mass-blocked all of us who showed support for you and ranted how evil you were and posted uh, the Rain website. I don't remember that. Um, but, but, that's exactly that's exactly why people do that, though. 
they if there were people like celebrating him leaving it's because they probably uh you know didn't agree oh it's for survivors yeah yeah because <laughs> yeah that's right that's right real true victims actual people have suffered crimes you're equal to them because you were at a bar and you felt uncomfortable shut the frick up and sit the frick down no one you're no, you are nothing in the grand scheme of things of the people who have actually suffered you are a zero shut the frick up and sit the frick down seriously like grow up grow up you go out and you're hanging out with adults and you're you're around adult things and you hear something you don't like then then walk away right that's not yes you're not a victim shut the frick up like these people are so stupid they're just they're just grimy opportunity grabbers is all they are they knew in a moment they could grab on oh grab on to this situation just liars doesn't surprise me though it doesn't surprise me though because it's in vogue right now it's in vogue to be victimhood is fashionable you know it'll get you clicks hit the like button says agent atwood let's see 300 likes let's do it let's do it but see this is why i wanted to have this conversation because i actually think we're at a we're, we're at a we're at a breaking point in the culture where it is now it used to be more of a tug of war okay it used to be like tug of war one side would pull and and have sway over the the political sphere the thought right the think tanks the colleges right the the, the higher education zeitgeist like all of that would get pulled in one way and then 50 years go by and then the other side feels like they're sort of marginalized and then they they rally and then everything starts to sway in their direction you can look at it in the history of like elections history of higher education and what colleges think and teach right you can see it the culture kind of goes like this almost like a pendulum right you go from you know more you know more more like a more a more like liberal way of thinking takes over and more people think along this side and then it goes this way and it's more conservative and then now we're swinging back this way right now we'll swing back this way um this person called us all incels in that tweet right because that's the juvenile childlike way that they approach the internet that's how they approach the internet. They're just a child. They're a, they're an arrested development child. You don't agree with me? You're an incel. Like you see, like you're you're a this. They just name call. Like my seven year old kid does that. You know what I mean? You have the emotional stability of a seven year old. Like you treat the situation like a child. Well, you don't agree with me, so you're a fill in the blank and it's just like what on earth you know what I mean like yeah I have a wife and kid pretty sure I'm in so yeah it's like most of the people that support me are like you know upper 20s 30 40 something adults with jobs and families you know what I mean it's like that's but again you're dealing with that is why I see this situation with Activision Blizzard it's like it's all it's all the same it's all the exact same brushstroke of 
I don't have a response. I don't have any thoughtful things to add to the discussion, so bludgeon anybody that doesn't agree with me. You know? And just block anybody who challenges you. Quietly Googles into and then you misspell it. <laughs> People who know they're wrong aim straight for the insults. Immaturity at its finest. That's right. I, I saw a great quote once, and I, I, and I always think of it in these situations. Rudeness is the weak man's imitation of strength. Rudeness is just an imitation of strength. It's like, well, this will seem strong. I'll use this dirty word or this insult. It's an imitation of strength. It's, it's counterfeit strength. You can't win the discussion through logic, reason, argumentation, so you're just going to be like, well, you're just an incel. Like, that's, that's what you got. You know what I mean? Have you ever thought about another channel about politics, news, religion, ETC? You would be great. A lot of people want me to do a channel like that, yes. In the last 10 years, Rude has been redefined. <laughs> Hang on a second. My light's not turned right. It's like hitting me in the side. It was like lighting me up and like I could see, I could like see blue in the corner of my eye. I love that. They're trying to pull out your insecurities because they have no leg to stand on. Right, right. What about this? What about um, this? People take offense for making a mistake. Well, David, in my situation, people labeled something as as you know harassment okay oh he harassed me okay if 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 you're in a in a in a in a, in a party and and one per and a person says one thing to you and you're like i didn't really appreciate that let's say a guy walks up and he's like man you've got a giant rat and that's it and then he walks away Right? People are like, well, that was really inappropriate. What the frick? Why would he say that? That's awful. If that guy never does that ever again, and he never says anything like that ever again to that person, you couldn't be like, yeah, well, so many years ago, he harassed me. It's like, what? No, he said something dumb. He said something gross. Like, wow, that's not the same. Like, We've created this spectrum of the minute. So think of it like this. You do this with your kids, right? You do this with your kids. There's a spectrum of misbehavior. So with my kids, my big thing is if they're hitting each other or directly disobeying, that's severe. Like you're going to lose audiobooks. You're going to lose video games. We go to a severe consequence when they go to a severe level of of uh, of disobedience, okay? But then way down here, there's like, hey guys, come on inside, and they don't come right away. And I'm like, come on, let's go. Let's go inside, okay? So there's a spectrum there, right? I might scold and say, come on, guys, let's go, right? The minute my kids cross the line of disobedience, I don't just jump all the way to here, like, no video games, right? Their parents would do that. No, no, disobeyed, no video games. Like they immediately jump to level 10. There's no spectrum. There's no nuance. And the problem that we have now, okay, 
it would probably be really good to have a conversation with that guy and let him know why that comment was inappropriate okay that's the spectrum of response that you should have in that situation hey buddy that's just kind of not that's not cool man that's not cool why would you say that we're all just hanging out okay you kind of crossed the line give him an opportunity to hear information that's counter to his perception like his perception is that it's totally fine to say that and you're like no it's not and when he interacts with that information you proceed with whatever you think next needs to happen oh, i'm sorry i'm 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 sorry yeah i i get i can get carried away and if he's totally fine for the rest of the evening then you're done problem solved maybe for the rest of his days he doesn't ever do that again he was like man there was this one time i said something somebody pulled me aside and was like dude that's not cool don't do that okay now let's reimagine the situation and he walks in and he's he is he's putting his hands on her won't leave her alone and he's like grabbing her well that's when you have to intervene step in potentially file charges get the what the what are you doing right there's a spectrum of response you haul off and punch a guy and call the cops because he came in and made a weird and, and made a nasty remark. You're gonna you're gonna be in cuffs because you assaulted him, right? You you hit him. Can't do that. But if you intervene in a situation where the guy's having a physical altercation, they're gonna be like, "Good on you, man. That was the appropriate response. You stepped in." What we do now is. It's all one and the same. His inappropriate remark and an actual physical altercation, they're equal. Burn that guy at the stake. Get him out of here. He is a predator. Like, they're equal. They're 100% equal. Like, I think it was, I think Matt Damon tried to talk about this and he got absolutely roasted. He was like, there's a giant difference between this and and this we're acting like everybody deserves to be drugged into the courts and thrown in jail for 50 years because like they made a weird remark once you know it's like there's a spectrum of response there's a spectrum of behavior and we don't we don't talk about any of that and see you're going to get a lot farther you're going to get a lot farther with guys that are that are sort of unaware of themselves. They completely lack self-awareness, okay? They lack self-awareness. You're going to get a lot farther with a guy like that by just pulling him aside and being like, yo, bro, you're, you're, be, you're being way inappropriate. This isn't cool. It's, they don't, the, the people in this group or that individual, they don't appreciate that, Okay. You're going to get a lot farther with that guy and allow that guy to potentially improve and change and become a better person than being like, well, that guy's a creep. And then you label him and then you just privately malign and then you 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 treat him poorly. Which do you think is going to get the appropriate response? Which do you think is going to get a better person out on the other end of it? going to say i'm seeing a lot of inconsistencies between how people approach this and other companies not from lono 
but from chat. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I try to, I try to approach all these situations with, uh, with, with a nuance, and I think from, from the guy at the bar who's out of line to the C-suite level employee that was abusing people, right? That you have to have a spectrum so that you can say, hey, like. Wh- there, there's different level of there's different levels of wrong here. Stealing a stick of gum isn't the same as swindling an old woman out of her out of her money, right? It's they're both theft, but stealing a stick of gum is not the same as swindling some poor little old lady out of her money, or robbing her at gunpoint. There's a giant difference between the two. You stole gum. What are you doing? Come on, straighten up. You held up a senior citizen. Like, one belongs in jail, the other deserves to be scolded. Just a complete and utter difference. And we don't have that at all right now. The culture has lost that ability. We we just don't have that ability to say, wait a minute, what... what in this situation, what actually happened? Who did this? What what actually took place? It's, oh, we have a label, and a label is a right to violence at this point. A label is a right to violence. If you have the label, then they can bludgeon you. Doesn't matter. They're like, well, you were labeled this, so we can, <laughs> we can completely and utterly destroy you and feel no remorse. Silence is violence as well. What, what? I don't. You got to tell me what you're meaning by that, though. What are you applying that to? Like that sounds super great on a bumper sticker, but I don't know what you actually mean. Also, if you do wrong and apologize and make a conscious effort to right the wrong, why dig up old qualms? Case closed. That's exactly right. Like that's exactly right. Because like in in my situation personally, it's like I don't understand. This person attempted to apologize. You told him he wasn't allowed to apologize. He's been in therapy for two years, and now you're bringing it up. I don't understand. Doesn't make any sense. Well, it does if you listen to the reasoning used. He's he's too successful. Like I said, they had the label. Well, we've privately decided this guy's a creep. So he doesn't deserve anything. He doesn't deserve his success. He doesn't deserve contracts and money and a and a comfortable life. No, frick that guy. He should be living in a box. You know? Because it, and 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 we approach every situation with this mindset. As long as there's a strong label, sky's the limit on damage. Right? The sky is the limit on damage. We have a label, right? We have some big nasty labels in this lawsuit. So, sky's the limit on damage. Go after people playing the game. Go after people that work at the company. Boycott the company. Damage the company. Why? Well, because we've got some labels. That's all we need. That's the starter pistol. Snow White uh, says, Do you agree people who lack empathy are really people who prefer not to care because it can't fit their agenda or image. This is good because, well, here's the thing. Lacking empathy is, is psychopathic. It's, 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 we talked about this the other day. So I think a lot of, um, I think a lot of content creators are, are 
raging narcissists. I say that as someone who's downgraded from a raging narcissist to like a narcissist in recovery, okay? I think I'm more important than almost anybody in the room. And that's something you got to work on, right? Because it's not true. It's a lie. You can think things that aren't true, right? (laughs) You can think things that aren't true. And it affects your behavior. So, I can think that. I think that what I have to say and me and my life and everything orbits around me, I'm self-absorbed. Massively self-absorbed, okay? So I've downgraded from a raging narcissist to a narcissist in recovery, all right? And so, I, I think there are people who lack empathy because they have severe psychological problems that no one really knows about because it's really easy, I think, in, uh, I think it's super, super easy in this industry to lean into the right things and everyone just thinks, well, you're a good person, right? There are, like, some of the nastiest people, just, just horrible people, just psychopathic, zero empathy, shells of human beings, and everybody thinks that they're champions because they raise a bunch of money for charity, right? So, you, yeah, Narcissist Anonymous, that's right, that's what I need. So I do think there are genuine people, that, not genuine, there genuinely are people that just lack empathy because they, they, they're, they're like low-level psychopaths. They're, they're power-hungry, manipulative psychopaths. And nobody knows it because they keep up a good act, Okay. Now, second, the second part of your question, do they do it because it just won't fit their, you know, their image? Well, certainly, I think there are people who who use these moments and these 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 things that happen, and they use it as an opportunity to bolster their image and to bolster their clout and to and to get clicks and and likes and impressions. Right? There's the impression farm. And then there's the, the then there's the psychopath. Okay, there's there's kind of both. There's the, there's the impression farm, and then there is the uh, then there's the psychopath. So for me, I don't think it's I, I don't really necessarily think there's a way to uh, splice between the two. Like, well, who's who's sort of you know psychopathic? and and lacking in empathy because of actual like mental reasons and who's doing it as an opportunistic way like i don't think it's easy to splice that and figure and figure out who's who okay there's probably crossover there's probably people who do both right there's probably who do people who do both i have a question but i'm debating asking it just do it man get the fires going um the the to me, I, I think the important thing is is to say in and this gets really hard because being self-reflective and analyzing your own motivations is really, really hard because you're doing it. You know? <laughs> like if if you're it's like when you were cleaning your room as a kid, okay? It was it's like when you were cleaning your room as a kid you would be pretty gracious to yourself. You're like, yeah, the other room's pretty clean. Because <laughs> it's, your, it's, it's your room. And so sometimes, you know, you, you would self-reflect and think on, 
is this is this true virtue or is this something that I'm doing for for ulterior motives? A, a, a really really old thinker, a Puritan thinker, said that virtue comes. It's most virtue is false virtue, and it comes in two forms. It's motivated by pride or fear. And boy, oh boy, this guy's writing this in like the 1600s, and he's describing Twitter to a T. To a T, like he understood human behavior very, very well. The idea that, well, I need to go along with this out of fear, vir- you know, the virtue and the oh, I got it. Yeah, I got to be a part of the group. I don't, I don't want to be left out. I thought, boy, I can't be left out of this. Or it's pride. Look at me. Look how good I am. I'm not like these other people over here. It's, it's, it's how it all breaks down. It's when you look at it and you really analyze it, it's never about the goodness or the rightness of the thing. It's always motivated by something underneath fear or pride. What's the difference between how people here essentially boycott Bungie now because of a few bad actors versus their refusal to boycott Blizzard? Well, nobody here went in brigaded, Eugene. I didn't tell you that you were wrong for boycotting Eugene. I just questioned it and leaned in on it and said, at what point would you stop? How would you know that you can support them again? What information would you get? So I pressed in on your decision, but I didn't say your decision was wrong. Most of the people here that boycott Destiny, they didn't go out on some brigading thing because I didn't want them to. And I even told people, like, don't stop playing the game on my account. But most of them will say... I just can't enjoy it anymore. I had people coming in yesterday and they were like, I couldn't even enjoy the stream because I wanted you to be commentating on it. I wanted you to be covering it. I've had that joy taken from me. So for most people that that, that are boycotting Destiny or Bungie over what happened, and again, you're right, a few bad actors. Like, th- th- there are people that are like, I just can't enjoy it anymore. I can't personally connect with the game. They're not being malicious. They're not being nasty. Eugene, are any of them going into the streams of content creators that play Destiny and saying, how dare you cover this game, sir? What they did to load up. They're not doing that. Do you see? There's a giant difference between being like, dude, I just can't do it. After what they did and how they acted, the game just doesn't feel the same anymore. At a personal level, they're like, I just don't play it anymore. Not after what they did to Lono. Right? That's different than trying to get other people to stop or to go after people that cover the game still. You know, I think there's a giant difference. I'm totally fine with folks like Eugene and others being like, I just can't support Blizzard right now after after hearing all of this. Okay. That's that's fine. You're that that I have no problem with that. I pressed in on it and asked some questions. I'm just curious. I'm just curious. What if they what if they fire a bunch of people? What if they pay a bunch of fines? What if the court enacts a bunch of pain on the company and a bunch of people get fired, some people get thrown in jail, and then they restructure the company? Can you support them then? And even then, how can you know it's fixed? Right? There are people saying they're willing to pay a fine for shredding the documents because that's cheaper than what would come from, you know, the actual court case. Somebody might say, Well, my gosh, that's pretty freaking sinister. 
if that is indeed true I don't know if it's true people were postulating and theorizing that that was the case I think the fallout behind Destiny is a shift in who they target for their audience not their behavior and if they make something else I might try it right um so yeah I, I see I see it as different I think it's a good question I think it's a good question Eugene because I think it's always good to say, are we getting ramped up here? Are we getting too emotional about this? Are we being driven by emotions? Are we being driven by thoughtful, you know, reason and facts and logic? It's a blend of both, right? Because actual facts, actual things happen that affect your emotion. And then your emotional state makes it to where it's hard to enjoy the game, Right? It's not Lono's fault that I feel like I'm not welcome in Bungie's spaces anymore. I'm not saying I can't play because of some moral quandary. Right. (sighs) Did I miss my question? No, you did not. No, you did not. This has been a phenomenal discussion so far. I'm, I'm very pleased. So be sure to smash the like button and hit subscribe. If you're enjoying your time here this morning, that supports me. All of the com- all the commands down here in the corner support me. Uh, if you decide to order some coffee, we do now have the dark roast and the light roast. Use that coffee command. It supports me directly. Uh, my wife and kids are the ones that bag it up and ship it to you. You're literally supporting my family when you do that. Shirt command, same deal if you support that or if you support displate. Right on time down in the corner, the displate command. Make sure you use the displate link in the description below or from the command if you order displays because that does support me directly and if you've ever considered doing a paid membership on YouTube we would love to see the memberships really start to surge back up again click the join button or use the join command again that's another way to support me in the show directly um so yeah I've I we, we, creature will tell you I was very hesitant to talk about this um and because I just, I didn't want it to fall into a ditch of mud, right? Yeah, I saw your displates, Murph. They look so good, dude. Good choices. So brigading is the difference. I, 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 here's the thing, Eugene. I think when you make a personal decision to no longer buy Nike shoes because of things you've learned about Nike, that's not the same as attacking people that work there or wear the shoes or continue to support. You see the difference? And that's where I don't think the culture knows how to handle a situation like this. Something, I heard something that was bad and wrong and my only response is attack. Attack everybody. Attack people playing, streaming, attack the company. That's it. That's all that I have. That's my only response. I got one pistol in my pocket with one bullet, and that's all we do. What was that? Oh, okay. Like, that's it. That's all I've got. And and the culture needs to learn. Sometimes the, the gun with that bullet does need to come out, right? Justice needs, you know... You got it. You got to. You got to go out and, and and get justice on your own. Sometimes, if it's being denied to you, but other times, it can, it can stay put away. We don't. We don't need to do that. 
It's not. It's not up to us right now. It's not in our hands. Uh, and and these situations are so delicate because let's let's make it real personal, right? Inappropriate remarks were were equated with crimes. Okay, now what does that do to somebody who has suffered a crime and is being silent about it? What does it do? Do you think it encourages them to go forward? Do you think it encourages them to press charges and to seek justice? No. Because you've just neutered and cheapened what they've what they've suffered. So the people that did what they did to me have actually created more of a regression with respect to victims seeking justice because you've no, you have completely neutered the word and hijacked it for your own for your own purposes right like let's take the word hate as an example okay if you use the word hate too much actually no let's flip this all the way around let's take the word love okay Unfortunately, the English language doesn't have lots of different versions of the word love, and it'd be pretty awesome if we did, because you can love your dog, and you can love your best friend, but man, you love your wife, okay? There's a difference. I can say it differently, but I'm still saying love, okay? If you're around somebody that uses the word love everything oh my gosh i love your shoes i love this donut i love this store okay over time it might start to not really land as strongly anymore i love you so much okay like you 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 love the hot dog you bought on the corner of 5th and 3rd, and you love me. Like, what? you know what I'm saying? Like, the overuse of the word can start to take away its punch. It can. My wife tries to instill this in our children. We like things, and we love people. You know? I love my stuffed animal. No, you, you love your mom and dad. You like your stuffed animal. It's a good categorical way of thinking right you like things and you love people can be a good way to help children think through the prioritization of material things versus relational things right it's yeah it's like people who swear like crazy eventually it's just like dude what in the honest to goodness like just fffffff you know so in these situations, I think that's what ends up happening is people hijack a word because it's it's got power attached to it. I'm a victim of assault and harassment. No, you're not. No, you're not. You were at a party and a remark made you uncomfortable. You're not in that league. You don't get to be in that league. Because those of us who are actual victims... We're not letting you in this league, please. Please leave. You, you're, you know what I mean? It's not the same. You're not, you're not, you're not in the same. But what people do is, is they grab that word and they use that word because it has power. And just like the overuse of the word love, 
over time, the word's going to have way less meaning. Another really good example right now of a word that got so overused, it's now a meme, is the word triggered, okay? Trigger warning, trigger this, trigger that. To the point now that when my therapist says it, I have to like immediately process it in the appropriate healthy way and not think of the meme of triggered. Triggered has become a byword. It's become a meme. It's become a joke. It's it's no one takes it serious now, you know? Why? Because it got overused. You're triggering me, right? You're, you're tri- I'm so triggered. It got overused. It became a, it became a, like a blanket band-aid for anything that you thought was unpleasant. Well, I'm triggered. Like it, it, it's you're hijacking a word in therapy and psychological environments that's actually really important because one of the things you do as you grow in self-awareness and as you grow in in uh, in just healing is knowing what things trigger you. It's super important. Like relationally, oh my gosh, when you learn the things that trigger you, you can communicate that. And then your significant other can help by doing that thing less, right? But the word gut, you know, has been very, very uh, hijacked. And so that's what's going on in these situations is that everything is now equal. There's no, spe- there's, there's, there is no spectrum whatsoever for human behavior. Everything is evil. Everything is awful. Everything is worthy of destruction, And what you end up doing is, is you're neutering language that's very, very important. It's very important. Because you could go to your local police station and you could say, hey, my neighbor assaulted me, right? And they'd be like, okay, do you want to press charges? Yes, I would like to press charges. You have to sign under oath an affidavit. As soon as you cross that line, you are now under oath, which means you can be committing perjury because you're just lying. Your neighbor's like, I wasn't even home that day. I I was at work. He's, He's lying, right? That's why that process is set up in that way because... If you're actually going to claim that this this thing happened to you, then you should be going through a process that has a check and a balance. That's why in this situation with Blizzard Activision, I'm like, let the checks and the balances hopefully figure it out. And if we're if we're denied justice, if we're if we're denied that, if we don't think this gets handled properly, like Here's an example. Riot right now is attempting to block an investigation into their company. They are attempting to stop justice. They don't want they don't want it. They don't they don't want to go through the same thing that Blizzard Activision is going for. <laughs> they 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 don't want it. So right now, should we be should we be boycotting Riot until they play ball? It depends. 
it depends I would need to see testimonial like if there are actual people at the company that start speaking out and saying we're being denied justice this company should be investigated that's when I think boycotting is more appropriate and not the brigading attacking boycotting where you go after content creators and people who continue to play right but the boycotting that says these people are being denied justice and the only thing I can do is try to support them and try and and get attention drawn to this to hurt the company enough that they then submit to the investigation do you understand so in my mind the only company right now that we should be considering boycotting is riot again if people step up and say we're being denied justice there has been bad things that have happened to this company and riot will not submit to the investigation they're trying to block the investigation that's that's where i that's where i see there's a big difference in my mind so um ashen with a question says how much of cancel culture is really just twitter being given way more weight than other social media companies it's so funny that back when they filmed this, I'm not even sure when they filmed it. So I've I've, I've been rewatching. I said I told you guys this morning. I have been rewatching um, comedians in cars getting coffee because I I love that show. It's very inspirational. It's always it's always kind of helped me um, whenever I am going through like a dry spell of inspiration or when I'm you know maybe I'm going through like maybe I'm feeling depressed or whatever trying to figure out when they did the first season because I'm watching the first season right now and uh, he just did an episode with uh, with Tina Fey he did an episode with Tina Fey and I'm trying to find the date because Tina Fey talked about Twitter in the episode hey somebody ordered some coffee like six minutes ago a bag of dark and a bag of light to Motazbo. Thank you so much for ordering some coffee. Is James Corden in it? I don't know. $5 from Insomniac Black. I'm sure you saw this, but Doc is suing Purple. Yeah, I, I hope he... I said yesterday, people want my thoughts on the Doctor Disrespect, you know, is if he sues the Purple platform or whatever. Um, and my thought process on it is... I hope he at least gets to a place of discovery so people can see the documents and the internal things that have happened at that company to to expose the guys that run the conference that hurt me and lied about me. They're all liars. Uh, I want them to be drugged, and I want the people that did whatever favor to ban me to get drugged. And I think a discovery process would do this. It would drag all of them in uh, because you would be able to see everything that happened. Um, that's what I hope. I hope they get to a discovery process. Like, I hope those guys are all scared and have some sleepless nights because they're like, oh my gosh, if a discovery process happens at Purple, we're getting pulled in. Drug, as in like drug into the public. Because boy, oh boy, do they deserve it. Um, I was going to pull it up on IMDb. And the thing that Tina Fey was talking about is she was saying... I don't like Twitter. She did. She doesn't like Twitter, and she said, "I just don't understand why we're giving all these people all this power." And she said this in 2012. Okay. She said this in 2012. So nine years ago, almost a decade ago, Tina Fey saw the problem with Twitter. She saw the problem with Twitter. She's like, "Why are we? Why are we giving these people a license to just 
go on Twitter and be awful and and, and, and be awful to other people, right? Tina Fey was January 30th, 2014. She probably came back on a second time because the first season was 2012, according to IMDb uh, Mac. So I bet you she came back on in 2014 for a second episode because a lot of people came back on. And it's just interesting that, you know, 10, 10 years ago that she she's saying like what on earth like why is this even a thing right and she obviously says it in passing and turns it into a bit of a joke but it's i thought it was really insightful it's like even 10 years ago there is there were there were people that had an issue with it doc said he said he's only making a quarter of the money that he made on purple yeah i'm making i'm making about that yeah i'm making about a quarter of what i used to make on purple yeah almost like our our trajectory of loss is his is his is obviously higher, but our trajectories are very very similar. Like, you just it's just so much harder to to. It's just a different culture over here, you know. I'm making about a quarter of what I did over there. So, um, whenever he breaks character even for a second, you know he's serious. Yeah, yeah. So, see, it's very personal for me. So when I say. When I say that I want an investigation or I'm going to trust the investigation or I'm going to trust the court process, that's because that's what I want. I want all these people drugged through discovery process. So their DMs and their emails and their texts and what they, the pressure, the blackmail, the harassment, I want it all shown. I want people to see what happened, right? That's what the that, that's what these people deserve because that's the standard they set. They set a precedent of dragging things into the into the into the public and ruining a person. Well, okay, let's do that to you. That's why the minute there was the potential reality of oh my gosh, a court case, oh my goodness, facts and evidence, oh my he might sue. That's why they all got frust. That's why they all got very very quiet because. They know what's happened in the background. They know what a public, viewable court case would do to all of them. Right? That's why I'm like, just let the courts figure this out. Look at all of the documents we've gotten from the 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 Apple the Apple and the Epic court case. Oh my word. We've we look at how much we've we've learned. We would have never known that. Sony was charging Epic for crossplay. We'd have never known that, right? We'd have never seen those emails. This is why I'm like, let the courts figure it out, man. There, it's exhaustive. It's exhaustive. It's methodical. It's slow, and they comb over everything. When I was talking to my lawyer, he said that they were in the middle of a discovery process and it was between two people they had two people at a company they had to comb over emails right because the word uncomfortable got thrown around and then, then now you got a guy defending himself right and so they were combing over the emails and he told me he said they were able to very easily prove that the dude was innocent and that there's there was all this colluding going on and but he said it was millions of lines of text and it was two people and two email accounts and it was millions of lines of text it was like it's it was unbelievable he's like it was so much to come over and he said 
He said the challenge is, is there's, you know, 90% of it's just junk. It's just random little emails here, junk emails, spam emails, totally fine professional emails. He's like, you're looking for a needle in a haystack. You're looking for, was this word ever used? Did these two people ever have an interchange? And what did they do? Are they charging by the line? Well, they charge by the hour, so those are billable hours. They got to put people on that. They got staff that like comb over it. And he said there was a there was this software that they used that combed you know combed over all of it, and so they could do like an inquiry and say, did he ever use the word baseball bat? Well, then they would be able to search all of the emails for that. Right? He said it was insane. It was so so daunting. But that process is so important because someone can make a big, huge, fat claim and, oh my goodness, what is going on? And then the investigation concludes nothing. Nothing was going on. This this person lied, right? We, I, there was a legal team at St. Jude that looked at everything and they concluded there's nothing here. There's nothing to be done. There was an actual investigation. So, and they received, they received documents, they received testimony, they received evidence, right? And they were like, we're not the triers of fact here. We see no grounds to do anything. There's nothing here, right? And so, when I look at Blizzard Activision, that's why I'm like, let them handle it. Let them handle it. It's not our, this is, if we've proven anything over the past couple of years, it's that we are not fit for this. <laughs> we are not fit for handling a situation like this. We're not. And we we should we should trust the people that are fit for it. The the courts, the lawyers, the judges, the juries. Like there is a system that has been, you know, established and is it's it's got all sorts of checks and balances for a reason, right? Another one, another question here from Hilly. Hilly says, do you think in the current climate, gamers at large should or could separate art from the artists? Yeah, this gets really, really muddy and messy, doesn't it? Because if like video footage comes out of your favorite actor, you know, wailing on his, on his, on his spouse, like how can you support how can you watch that guy's movies and TV shows? Like, separating art from artists, you know? There was a very, very famous sitcom and a very, very famous comedian, and it's so tragic now that you can't really watch that show and enjoy it now. You guys know who I'm talking about. Very famous comedian, very famous sitcom, an important sitcom, and a very important sitcom. And... How can you watch it? How can you support it? It's a, it's, a, it's 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 impossible. It turns your stomach to think about it. It does. It's so horrible. So separating art from the artists is really really tough when it's more personal. You know, if if a musician or an actor, you know, you find out that they are you know a horrible criminal. Yes, yes, then yeah. Yeah, Heavy Metal Mama put the name of the show. I don't I don't want to I don't even want to say his name. I don't I don't even want to say his name. Um it's just so tough. And that situation it just sucks 
because there were so many great people on the show so many great moments on the show and it absolutely sucks to think that all those people are probably making significantly less royalties now and they're attached to it for forever some of their life's work is now tarnished and tainted it's just it's awful and it's just sad to think about how many people were damaged and uh and hurt by that and um so when you look at games okay i think the difference is at a a video game okay if you're playing you know a pvp game and the community manager gets drunk one night and he goes on a hate riddled tirade on twitter and then they fire him okay well i mean you're probably gonna be like i can separate that he he, that he's not the game right you know i continued to play destiny even though two of the community managers from bungie publicly lied about me slandered me defamed me and damaged and poured gas on my burning business right why because i was like they're not the game now covering and playing the game made me sick to my stomach because it felt like there are people who get really really sick and they have to take medicine that makes them feel terrible but it fights the sickness it keeps them alive that's what i felt like i felt like this is keeping my channel alive this is keeping food on the table but i i hate this game you know i don't want to play this i hate this company right now when i say company i don't mean like every single person that works there it's just like as an entity and after everything that happened that's how i felt and so but i i still i there was a time where i felt like i could splice it and divide it so you you could continue playing that game be like well that community manager is an idiot and he got fired or whatever the problem in this i think in the blizzard in the blizzard activision situation is it's mushroomed to such a size that people are like I, I can't in good conscience support this, right? I know there's probably 85 to 90% of the employees that were either innocent victims or oblivious to this. You know, maybe they're a brand new hire in the last six months and they had no idea this was going on, right? Or there are people at the company that want justice to be done. They want the court case to go in their favor. And in the meantime, they're hoping that the company comes out on the other end and is still solvent and they still have a job and and we're out here saying you know tear the building down right so separating art from artist i think in a in a micro level it's almost impossible okay in a micro level it's almost impossible to separate art from artists none of us can go watch that sitcom and feel the same way right no, 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 no one can go watch that famous sitcom with that uh, just that beautiful family and the funny stories, and we can't we can't watch it and feel the same anymore. It's impossible. There's a very very famous stand up where he jokes about cake and his children. You can't watch it and feel the same. It's impossible. Now at a macro level, that's micro level, right? At a macro level, when you have 
you know, a movie or a video game and you hear a bunch of terrible things about the director, publisher, company, whatever, and you're like, man, that's all really unfortunate. I hope justice is done. And then you can, like, pick up the controller and keep on playing. Why separate when supporting the art supports the artist? The difference here, I think, Eugene, is... There's an there's a level of intimacy that's not there, right? If I watch that stand up or that show, there's a I, I, I see the person, right? If I'm playing World of Warcraft, I don't see the the HR person who deserves to be fired or the C-suite level employee that that deserve that, that that should be in in uh jail, right? Nothing is changing on OnlyFans. OnlyFans says, never mind. So they, The Verge is now reporting that OnlyFans says, never mind. It won't ban it on October the 1st. Maybe they found a way with the credit card companies. Maybe they found a way forward. It was a banking credit card thing. It wasn't OnlyFans suddenly deciding we don't want, you know, that kind of content here. I see the dev team as a whole unit. East Coast Overlord with a $5 tip says, One of my friends works for a Call of Duty studio that's super removed from the situation. He's worried about having to justify his old job to future employers. Right. Right. OnlyFans has tweeted, Thank you everyone for making your voices heard. We have secured assurances necessary to support our diverse community and have suspended the planned policy change on October the 1st. OnlyFans stands for inclusion and we will continue to provide a home for all creators. They're doing a way to do it. Gra- they're figuring out a way to do it gradually so they can survive. They're only banning hardcore stuff. I saw somebody post the TOS on it and they were banning stuff that is banned on most adult websites anyway. Right? You, you guys know there's stuff that like you can't go watch. Right? not allowed you can go to the most famous sites right now and none of that's there okay they were saying yeah you we're not going to allow that here that's what i i thought it was a lot of uh i thought it was a lot of smoke and no fire i thought OnlyFans was basically being like well no we're we're a we're firmly establishing that you guys can't do like the you know this list over here this is like the no-no list you can't do that somebody posted the tos and they're like it looks like you're going to be totally fine that like if you want to buy a video of, you know, two people just having a great time, you're still going to be able to do that. That's what the, that's what the TOS looked like. So this is weird that they're suddenly being like, well, no, yeah, now we're not going to do it. I don't, I don't know. It was just bad, bad PR control and everything. They were banning acts. Eugene, that was what everybody said. They're banning the act. So like if you say, hey, at tier five, you can watch me and my boyfriend, okay? They were banning that, okay? But then the one person posted the TOS and it literally said it listed the acts you couldn't do and they were all of like, yeah, those things aren't allowed on other sites either, right? Like, the stuff that includes, like, you know, animals. They weren't going to allow that, okay? So that to me was like they're just updating the policy to ensure that like the nasty stuff doesn't doesn't come here. 
I it was it was really confusing, Eugene, because the headlines all made it sound like if you're uploading videos of you doing stuff, that's not that's not going to be allowed anymore. But then the actual list of things you couldn't do, it was like this is like garden variety no no list, like you can't do that. Did you see the Nirvana news posted? Totally looks like an Onion article, but it's real. Well, like the baby from the cover is suing is suing Nirvana. How do you sue Nirvana? They'd have to sue the label at this point. Nirvana's not even an entity. I can't charge people money to watch me pet puppies. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, it, had, it had to do, instead of a dot .4 or a dot .5% chargeback on not safe for work content, usually has a 0.8 to 1% chargeback rate, and the banks hate that. Really? So it had more to do with charge... Well, you want, you want to know why... I mean, we're not going to get crass here, but some dude swipes his credit card and five minutes later, he suddenly has clarity of thought and he's like, what the frick did I just do? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to charge that back because my wife's going to see that, right? I mean, come on. like th- That's probably why that industry is rife with chargebacks because people have clarity of thought because, you know they've consumed the content and uh yeah you know now they're like i don't want to pay for this uh you know buyer's remorse it would be another i guess another word like well this isn't that great anyway you know i thought this was going to be better i mean there's always that possibility i think it's more of the um clarity of thought (laughs) they're uh yeah anyway but there is a um there is likely a financial reason that they're you know they're reconsidering <laughs> you know dedicate detonating their entire you know content funnel you know 30 yeah 30 seconds later right 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 like i'm not trying to be crass i mean we're all at, we, not all of us but there, there might not be adults listening so i'm trying to keep it like you know in a space where like a kid would be like what's he talking about you know Clarity of thought is 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 how I'm gonna I'm gonna say it. Most of the sites use a very generic name for the transaction. So thoughtful. Not sure how I know this information. <laughs> People trying to do chargeback on OnlyFans as if it's a stream. Uh, the two-hour limit. Yeah, it's difficult because you you want people to swipe the credit card and get you know, instant instant gratification, right? They want to see your cosplay pictures. Well, bam, there they are. You don't want to make people wait. Because ideally, that's what you would do. You'd be like, well, now that you're subscribed, you have to wait to get access to everything so that you can't suddenly in like 10 minutes decide, well, no, I'm, I, this, I'm charging this back. It wasn't me, right? Well, no, if you, if you, if you, if you swipe the card and 48 hours later... You're, you're waiting to get in well then it's like you wanted to make the transaction <laughs> you you know you you wanted the transaction you waited 48 hours later come on dude that's like buying a movie and then two days later being like but I didn't like it I'd like my money back like you can't do that so uh, <clears throat> I would I would say they probably came up with either a background procedure um, 
uh, you know, a background procedure to ensure that it's not as easy to charge back, or maybe they've gotten an agreement with the banks or something to limit it. Um, Because that's got to be a real problem that industry... The other real problem that industry has, and this is this is so unique, right? Because um, YouTube's got stuff coming down the line that could fall into this category. So you go to a real famous person's OnlyFans and you charge your credit card fifteen dollars, and you download everything, and then you send it out into the internet. How do you stop that, right? The, these forums and these places. Now, the main mainstay places like Reddit and the YouTube version of like adult websites, like those websites aren't going to let you do that. They'll shut it down. The owner of the property can file a report and say, hey, that is me. That is mine. That cannot be posted here. So that's a huge problem with that industry is that you make something that costs money that can be downloaded and then redistributed, you know? And that's a huge threat uh, to the value, you know? Um. <laughs> LOL. Why? Why do you hate, why do you hate YouTube? Um. You can micro-watermark each image and video and trace it back to the downloader. Oh, like it puts their name on the video. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's actually not a... That's not a bad idea. So then, if it gets distributed, they'd have to crop out the watermark with their name on it, you know? But then, who wants to watch a video with their with their username on the screen, you know? Simple solution for OnlyFans. The first transaction has a generic name attached. Any chargebacks will be labeled... As from OnlyFans. There you go. I think OBS is a problem for that industry. I mean, you don't even need OBS. You just need a phone. You can record stuff right on your phone. You know what I mean? Press play, hit record, and then you've got the video and you can put it wherever the frick you want. You know? Was that low-key shade on TikTok? Was it? Was I? I don't think so. What did I say? No, I wasn't. They have their username on the screen. No, 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 I wasn't throwing shade. If you want to download a video or an image of a girl doing a Chun-Li cosplay because you think she's gorgeous, you don't want your username on the screen, right? Like, like what the frick? Yeah, you could just crop it out. Well, then put it in put it in the middle. Well, I don't want... Who wants the... You're paying for something. You're like, well, I want to make it my phone wallpaper. I think she's gorgeous. Well, your dumb username's plastered on there. Nobody would want that. Do you see what I'm saying? I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't taking a shot at TikTok. I was genuinely saying, like, if somebody wants to buy a really nice picture of a pretty person, they're not going to want a username watermark plastered on there, you know? Great discussion to have with your credit card company. Now that the blood has returned to my normal, I've seen the error of my decision. Can I cancel? Well, no, more than likely what they do, misery, is they say, I didn't make that purchase is likely what they do. I wonder how common this is with OnlyFans. I mean, Eugene, somebody put it in the Discord. They said that this industry has a higher chargeback rate than other industries, right? Phone wallpaper check. It's always my kids. Um, <laughs> the 
the industry is probably just the higher a higher percentage of chargebacks because as I said they get into that that mental clarity because you know five to ten minutes has gone by and they're like yeah I'm I'm kind of regretting this I wish I wouldn't have spent money on this that uh that 100% I think is is a thing you know so uh this one this oh 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 yeah yeah doing something with gothics you have to search out and know the direct links I don't know what I don't know what you what you're I don't know what you're commentating on now and a few pixels is not even noticeable on the video itself I mean yeah you could do a small watermark on the videos because the videos you know what I mean you ain't surfing for this and finding OnlyFans paying and charging back, are you? Well, Eugene, no. You're 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 front loading something that's not happening. Let's say you think this content creator is just super super hot, right? And she launches an OnlyFans and she starts putting that kind of content on there, and you're like, man, I've I've got to take I, curiosity just gets the better of you. You're like, I gotta take a peek, and you get in there. And then you consumed the content. Okay. And mental clarity hits. And you're like, well, frick. Like, I don't like that I did that. Or I don't want to pay anymore. Or, you know, my my significant other is going to see the charge. And then you're going to charge it back. That's why that industry is probably rife with chargebacks. Because people use the credit card and consume the content and then shame and regret hits and they're like oh man I have clarity of thought now and I'm going to charge back I'm going to say it wasn't me you know because that's that is that's human behavior 101 getting caught up in the moment and then being like well I wish I wouldn't have done that I'm going to take it back well you can if it's a if it's a credit card you know that's what I'm saying you have to specifically search it out and pay or, Eugene, or people know that they can quickly charge it back. Think of how, like, okay, you can't really do that with a movie, can you? Okay, hiding something? No, I have never, I, I'm, I have never ever done that. I have never ever have done that. Never paid for any of those, uh, those websites or services. It just never was my, uh, it's never been my thing to, to swipe, to swipe a credit card. Okay. In, in that situation, Eugene, it's different than a movie, okay? Because I pay for the movie, and then I watch the movie, and then I charge it back. And they're like, oh, you're just conveniently charging the movie back two to three hours later? The difference is with that kind of content is you can, you can pay for it, download everything, and in minutes be like, hey, I just saw a suspicious charge on my card. You see, that's why that industry is probably rife with higher chargebacks because you can pay, download everything very quickly and then be like, yeah, that wasn't me. And if you're really savvy, you're going to use like, I would assume might maybe use like a VPN because the company might fight back and be like, no, it was him. We got his email. We got his IP address. It was him. It's here's his IP address. It's at his house, right? That's what I'm thinking, Eugene, is that this industry it's a little bit easier to claim well no I didn't do that you you know you buy 
a pay-per-view package and three hours later try and claim it wasn't you, uh, you know, the credit card company might get let you get away with it once. But, you know. MJ talks with a $5 tip. If, uh, missed you yesterday, uh, it's not the same without you providing your breakdown on D2's vision. Name change, Marco Susano. Oh, thanks, Marco. I appreciate that. I know you guys missed it. I, you know, I, yeah, he even left a review. <laughs> um, so. Wasn't it a thing in the past where trolls would uh, donate tons of money to a streamer and then charge it back almost immediately? Well, no, they would wait. Because the best the best way for that to land an impact um, would be to say, um, hey, you know, a, a month and a half later, I'm going to charge this back. And the person's not going to be prepared for it. Right, chargebacks don't really happen anymore, but it was a huge problem for a while to the point that I stopped taking tips through PayPal and I did stickers on Redbubble. I had stickers. If you wanted to tip me five dollars, ten dollars, or twenty-five dollars, you could literally buy a sticker that costs twenty-five dollars and you'd pay like a dollar in shipping. That we had to get creative because I'm like. Look, if you want to tip me $25, great, do it. And then get a sticker to show for it. So we used uh, we used Redbubble stickers to get around it because now you're dealing with Redbubble. You're not dealing with me. You can't charge back that because they're going to ship something to you. And the last thing somebody's going to want to do is buy my merch and support me. And then what are you going to do? you going to try and charge back an actual like business? No, they're going to be like, nope, here's a tracking number. Here's the fact that it shipped to them. They received their, their items. So, can't creators control if they allow chargebacks now, at least on some platforms? I don't think so, no. Yeah, we don't like PayPal that much. Um, we don't like PayPal that much. We're, we're looking into doing a subscription to the coffee, like if you want to subscribe to the coffee, and it'll only be available on credit card. Like, we're not going to let you do it with PayPal. Because it's just like, there's like 18 hoops that we have to jump through, and I'm like, well, just forget it. If somebody wants that feature, they got to use a credit card. Like, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. So. Yo, what's good, Abe? Bulletproof solution. Put in the TOS that you must enable the front-facing camera when you try to charge back. They send an email with your O-face. Well, you would never, you would never ever get anybody to agree to that. That's, that's, no one's going to agree to an invasion of privacy. Like, oh, I'm going to subscribe to this OnlyFans and they're allowed to take my picture. No one's going to allow that. That would be an app. That would be a that would be devastating to their uh, to their their content model. Right. It was like when that you guys know that TV show like 19 kids and counting or whatever. And that family like the Duggars and the one kid like the oldest is like he's in big trouble. Um, He's done some awful stuff. It, it like some website <clears throat> it became known that he had an account on that website and the people that used the website obviously were very concerned it's like wait a minute what that's a breach of our privacy like I came and used your website and now people know people can find out if I have a, you see what I'm saying companies do not want to invade your privacy unless unless they're gonna you know gather data and use it to sell you more stuff but they're not going to be like, hey, if you want to buy this, you got to let us see your face. They're not going to do that. Because no one's going to agree to that. 
I think that was the site, Dan. Yeah, yeah, that site. To this day, I don't know how they got the information. I just remember the news hitting and thinking to myself, that's not very good for that company. Because if you've got an account there, and you see that in the news, you're thinking, um, this is supposed to be a private thing, and now people are going to know I have an account here? I was like, that company's going to suffer loss because people are going to start to cancel their subscriptions and their memberships. They're going to get scared, you know? You were just joking? No, I'm pretty sure that was the site. It was basically a site designed for, like, you make an account and you try to meet other people. It was like a, it was like a, a, a dating site for people that are married or something like that. And the whole point of the site was to be discreet and private. They were hacked, yeah. And so when that news hit, I was like, oh, they're going to lose so much business now. Everybody's going to go cancel their memberships because they're going to be like, I'm, I don't... The whole point of this is is the, the allure and the appeal is that it's like it's hidden and it's secret and now it's not. You know what I mean? So, joking about the TOS of the camera. Well, yeah, it, it, there's there's no good solution, right? There's no good solution because when you are dealing with selling and selling a product that can be digitally downloaded and then distributed or downloaded and then saved, and then someone's like, yeah, I didn't do that. That wasn't me. You're, it's, it's rife for, you know, fraud and for people to be like, no, it wasn't me. You know, I didn't do that. So, uh, I was in the Air Force when that happened and some people use their Air Force government email to sign up. Oh my gosh. Yeah. They copy a bunch of Lono's idea and the reveal yesterday. I wonder if they watch your stream. I mean, I... I don't cover it anymore, so eventually they're gonna they'll hit the end of the uh, the idea bank that they may have taken from my streams. I just don't I don't care, Marco. <laughs> you know. <clears throat> we got another question here from Demetrius says, Where do you feel that the blizzard allegations fall on the severity spectrum you previously mentioned? What would an appropriate response from society be in your mind? Well to imprison the criminals right I, I, I don't, I'm not going to comb through everything I don't want to comb through the court case and the, and the claims but if there was criminal activity then they should be charged criminally if there was employee misconduct or HR C-suite level corruption or the mishandling of situations then they should be summarily fired right Zachary Davis with a $10 tip enjoying the channel keep it up I appreciate that thank you if you guys are new and you're enjoying your time uh, hit subscribe so you can talk and chat let us know that you're enjoying your time here today we are a variety gaming news channel and uh, we were we, we thought breaking this down today was a um, was a good choice and uh, we really appreciate you guys being here uh, <clears throat> so such wonderful sites, a place specially designed for you to... Ch- yeah, 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 misery. It's big business. It's big business. Because I remember them talking about like how many subscribers they had. A lot of people. Um, so. Uh, but in this situation, Demetrius, this is why I don't think the public is in the position to figure out what to do. Okay. So if there's a if there's a big company in my city downtown 
and it becomes known that they were laundering money and uh, and they were using it as a hub for crime, the warehouse, okay? Now, the public will hear this, and obviously there's initial outrage and anger, but in the aftermath, if justice is to be done, the public's not going to figure that one out. We're not going to figure it out. What are we going to go down there and start poking our poking around in the warehouse, getting out a little notepad, start asking questions? No. No. There would be... There, there would be an investigation and then there'd be criminal charges and some people would end up in jail and some people would end up being like, I didn't know what was going on. I was just here sweeping the floors, right? These aren't criminal issues, completely different. No, there was some criminal stuff, Eugene. Wasn't there like, wasn't there uh, like cameras in the bathroom or something? Like that's criminal. Like that's that's something that you're going to be criminally charged for if you find out who did it and who was getting the footage or whatever. That's, I mean, that's a, that's a criminal thing. Um... These people aren't facing jail time. Some might. I think some might. If there was, if there is any way, if there's any actionable proof about anything that physically happens to a person, there might be criminal charges. Now, on the other stuff like corruption or pay discrimination, that again is up for the courts to decide. I don't know how that works. Do you charge them a fine? Do you force them to fix it? Do you? Do you then allow all those that were paid unfairly to do a class action suit to be paid what they are then owed? The court could decide these 27 women are owed X numbers of thousands of dollars. You know, you could be looking at uh, at the company just firing people because the, it, it becomes known that this was going on. I mean, I, I just don't know. At that point, though, I don't think we're in a position to even help. You know what I mean? We're just not in a position to help. It's a civil labor dispute. Which is exactly why, like, we just can't help in any way. It's like, what are we going to do? Like, what are we, what are we going to... You know? what? How, how are we, we going to assist in this in this scenario and splicing this out. I just I just don't think it's possible, you know. Um when when is that stream? Is it at two o'clock? Ooh, ow. Oh um <clears throat> the, the the thing that we're doing is at two o'clock, which means it's at one thirty, which means we need to switch to the game at noon. That's right. That's right. Okay. I'm just trying to keep in mind the schedule for the day. Um, I'm just trying to keep in mind the schedule for the day. Any mention of potential criminal acts is in support of the labor issue. Okay. Camera issue was already prosecuted, I believe. Okay. Okay. 2 p.m. Eastern. That's right. So we'll probably go over around 1.30 and we'll do Psychonauts around 12. That'll give us about an hour and a half with Psychonauts too. Um, that should be That should be pretty good. I think that'd be I think that'd be enough. That'd be enough time. Uh, Creature said, "Did you remember to tell everyone about the Amazon Audible and iHeartRadio? SNTR Presents is now available on Amazon Music through uh, Audible as well as iHeartRadio. You can actually go now to your Alexa and say, Alexa, play SNTR Presents podcast, and it will pull up the podcast." Um, that is an option. Uh, iHeartRadio as well, Podbean everywhere. The only platform I think we're waiting on right now 
is Pandora. Yeah, we're on Apple. Mm-hmm. And we're hoping we just have to create the workflow for it. Um, we have to create the workflow for it. We are hoping, my goal would be starting next week on Monday, we will be broadcasting everywhere. So you'll be able to watch here, or you can just listen to the show on any of those podcast platforms. So wherever you consume the content, it's super helpful. If any of those applications or podcast feeds are something that you use, you can go and subscribe. Uh, You can use the podcast command. If you want to go follow us on Podbean or become a paying patron, that helps us because using Podbean and distribution to broadcast in all those places, it is not free. So we appreciate anybody who supports in those uh, those places. Um, Yeah, you can find us basically everywhere now and then you should be able to consume the live broadcast. And then we're hoping then we'll get, you know, on those platforms and really start to see a uh, a good response and growth and then you know monetization and then you know you guys following becoming patrons and all that we're uh, we're hoping that that can happen uh i was talking to my wife last night you know walking uh we take a walk every night with the kiddos kids ride their bikes and then we and then we walk and i said you know we're just we're really really excited with how things are going right now because I want to get to a place where I'm not freaking out if the main channel has a dip because we're in a bit of a dip right now and it's like, man, it's unsettling, it's scary but we're doing everything we can to get to a place where that just doesn't matter. We just get and do the show, do the stuff, your video game voting, you're listening to episodes, you're submitting questions, whatever and uh, I think we're really, really close Um, I think we're really, really close to getting there. A question here from Insomniac Black not sure if this is off topic what do you think of people who always talk about the fact that they have anxiety? It annoys me because it starts to sound like they are saying it for clicks. Yeah, this is this one's tough. Um, this one's really, really tough. Because mental health is incredibly important. And I've been in therapy for over three years. The last year, I had to really focus my therapy on anxiety and fear and anger. Uh, I was having physical manifestations of uh, the uh, of the anxiety and the fear, and we're still dealing with that. I'm on medication for for blood pressure and palpitations that come at night. Um, so the 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 public sort of hey, I have anxiety, or hey, I'm depressed, okay? The public declaration of that, I think, can be very helpful and good. You know, being transparent and being present is healthy. I'm very transparent with you guys. I'm very authentic. If I'm ticked about something, or I'm angry, or anxious, or sad, I don't hide that right what's good in all in saints and I think you know some people think maybe I'm a little too transparent but that's just how I've kind of processed everything not going to shove it down and hide it I'm just going to wear it you know Um, so I do think sometimes it is a healthy expression of a person's mental state and them attempting to be present man I've just been really anxious I've been really angry burned out depressed whatever And that can be part of their process. A lot of the times, for me, 
if a person's going to consistently bring up a mental problem that we have anxiety um, depression you know whatever it is if they aren't seeking any level of professional help but they bring it up all of the time I'm always a little sort of like hmm you know hmm so is it serious enough that you've gone and gotten help or is it just a nice buzzword to get sympathy right um one of one of one of the people who attacked me and claims to be a mental health advocate she's she's a fraud she's not a mental health advocate said things like never had been in therapy or whatever so this is so serious and so traumatic and so awful and yet you never went and saw anybody about it right just a fraud hijacking mental health and giving terrible advice to people and anecdotal you know anecdotal ideas about self-medication and I don't mean self-medication with medicine I mean self-medication as a methodology um just, just an ignorant fraud you'd be really interested to know why they're consistently given a platform right but I think that that is really really rare right my wife just sent me a text (laughs) yeah other things Um, I just think that that's really really rare for people going and and just faking it for clicks do you know like if someone says that they're in therapy for okay let's say that they're in therapy for anxiety Maybe they're even on a medication that they're that they're that the, their professional therapist, their psychologist, or their psychiatrist, whoever they're seeing, they've put them on something. Now, if that person is transparent about their anxiety, to me, you can take that check to the bank. They're probably being honest and genuine, and that's part of their process. That's part of their healing and growth is owning it. And being transparent about it and saying, I've been really dealing with more anxiety these days. And, okay, I am, I'm trying to be open and honest about it, okay? But if somebody every day, every week, every month or whatever, consistently talks about mental health buzzwords and they're not seeking any help, I would never tell that person that they're just doing it for clicks. Like, you're just doing it for clicks. But it's a lot harder, I think, for me to say oh, this is genuine. This is honest. I also think a lot of people, funny enough, at least three of the people that went after me, they self-diagnose. They'll claim they have anxiety, or I have this, or I have that. Who, who, who diagnosed you with that? Did you seek professional help? No, but that's what people do now. They self-diagnose. Yeah, I've, I've dealt with, I've dealt with, you know, clinical depression or bipolar or or anxiety my whole life who 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 labeled that for you did anybody help you process that because a lot of the times uh, if you're confused you're gonna think it's this but it's that you're gonna think it's this thing like one of the things i've learned through three years of therapy is i am not right all the time about why i think or feel a certain way i thought that I really felt this when I was in high school and all these things, and I thought I knew why, and I didn't. And it took good work and good and good process and good therapy 
to walk through it and to fully grip, come to grips with it and understand this really isn't a, you know, um, what was one of the things we discovered? Oh, this isn't a guilt issue. This is an issue of shame. Do you see? And when my therapist helped me see the difference between guilt and shame, right? Guilt is a sense of, it's a sense of doing. I did something and I'm guilty. Shame is a sense of being, right? You feel marked and dirty, right? And guilt can disrupt relationships in different ways than shame can. And for me, shame was short-circuiting love, okay? Shame was short-circuiting love. It was like you, you would, you would, somebody would do something nice for me. My wife would do something nice for me and I would be, I would feel a sense of embarrassment and sadness and shame about it. Why? Because shame comes in and short circuits love and says, you're not worthy of love, right? Guilt's different. Guilt would give you a sense of, I need to hide this. I feel guilty. I don't want this to be discovered. And it's more of a self-preservation sense of fear and anxiety. It's not quite the same as shame. When someone helps you see the difference and work through it and accept love and put shame to death, like that brings about growth. So you could you could go years thinking that you're struggling with anxiety or anger or depression, and yet no one's helped you process is that actually what it is? What if it's something else? Right? What if your anxiety or your imposter syndrome is being driven by something that you've never dealt with? So a lot of the times the mental health buzzwords and the mental self-diagnosis thing that a lot of these people do, it's dangerous at like eight levels. At one level, it's like, what if you're wrong? Like, what if, what if it's far more serious? Like, what if you need to, to, to go and talk to somebody? And then it's wrong at another level because it's like, well, you are giving out an idea and a, and a, a viewpoint that you can just go it alone or you know you can just self-medicate or we'll just do this or just do that i've talked a lot before about why self-medication is so horrifically dangerous okay and here's what i mean by self-medicating if you're a content creator and somebody comes to you and talks about they are dealing with a ton of anxiety and stress and it's disrupting their normal life. It's disrupting their relationships. And you're like, well, here is what I did or here is what I recommend. You can meditate. You can take CBD. You can smoke weed, whatever, okay? The thing is, is that you don't know that person. You're giving them things that are going to treat their symptoms. You can do all those things and they will help you calm down. They will, 100%. All those things can help you calm down. I can drink a six-pack and calm down, right? Uh, I'm having trouble sleeping, you know? And you, you you could conk out every night with some scotch. That's not healthy, right? This isn't the 1950s, you know? And this isn't a TV show. The real, real danger of self medication is that that person takes your advice and they go and do that thing and it works for a time it works for a time 
but then it stops working. Why? Because you're only treating the symptom. You're not treating the underlying cause because you've done no work. No work has been done. No, no therapy has happened. No healing. No processing has happened. Just treating symptoms. Right? You you go to a you know a a content creator. You say, "Man, my arm is killing me. I fell down in a soccer game last night. My arm is killing me." And they're like, "Well, just take some ibuprofen. Just take painkillers." Okay. If your arm is broken, those painkillers are going to help for a time. My arm feels better. They were right. And then you gotta take some more. And you gotta take some more. And then all of a sudden, you got gangrene and your arm is in terrible shape. You're worse off because of their advice. Because you're treating a symptom instead of the underlying cause. This is why talking to a professional is so important. Because they could give you behavioral changes that make you feel better for a time but if the behavioral change doesn't come alongside with internal change and healing and growth then it's just window dressing on a burning house and that's why these mental health advocates they're frauds no one should listen to them they shouldn't have a platform they shouldn't because the, it, what they do is incredibly dangerous. And it's so under the surface, right? It's so under the surface. It's not It's not visibly like, oh, I can't believe they're doing that. That's so reckless. Do you guys remember when there was a content creator? He said a bunch of ignorant things about mental health. And he got absolutely just demolished for it. And he lost sponsors, okay? You know what's crazy? Is... His ignorance and his behavior was probably more helpful to the cause of mental health awareness and mental health advocacy. It was probably more helpful than what these people do. Because what he did was is he gave people an opportunity to have a conversation about, you know, how, how, uh, how important these issues are. Well, that's better than somebody who's just having their symptoms treated by some by some armchair armchair fraud who's like giving them really really bad advice and then three months goes by a year goes by and they're worse well you don't see that you don't see the ramifications of that recklessness you know I just you know I laugh when this person literally recommended building a room facing the sun or turn a room that's facing the sun into a meditation room in order to treat mental health and he was serious about it well I would want to know what what that was in context for you know what I'm saying making a generic recommendation of like hey if you do meditation you should you know have it face the sun I mean there there is there is there's a lot to be said for vitamin D there's a lot to be said for exposure to the sun I'm, I'm, I'm not kidding you there, there's scientific reasons to, to soak up some sun every day you know I'm not talking about laying out I'm talking about go for a walk breathe the fresh air let that soak up that vitamin D man there's a reason that you know what a seasonal effectiveness disorder and there's a reason that you know Alaskans can have problems because of the the, the cycles of the sunlight it's you know there is some truth to that but again again if you're just giving people advice about like, well, if you're struggling with that, then you need to, you should meditate or you should do this. No, 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 no. That's not helpful. You know. Uh, 
<clears throat> Maybe they brigaded against you because of actual mental health advancements with a therapist threatening their business. Well, yeah. If you only knew the real stuff, oh man, well, maybe one day you guys will all know the real story there. You know, those, that company and then those guys and those girls, they, yeah, there's a a day coming. There's a day coming. Reckoning will have a reckoning, okay? I'm reckoning that we'll have a reckoning. It'll happen. Um... Let's go down to Dan's... Oh, Dan's commenting on the iHeartRadio. I'm a paid member at iHeartRadio, and I do my list... Does listening there support you more or less than listening here? I'd still keep my humble membership. It honestly doesn't matter. I want you to do what's convenient for you, because here's the idea. If there's 100 people listening on, you know, iHeartRadio, and there's 300 people listening here, I'm not going to be like, well, it'd be better for us to have all 400 of them here. Like, I don't want to think in those ways. Right, I, I I don't. I would rather you just consume where it's convenient. If you want to support me monetarily, do that with which with whatever way you want. A paid membership here, uh, Podbean. You can go become a patron on Podbean just because. Right, we have multiple tiers of patronage over on Podbean. Just another way to support the channel and 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 what we do. So, um. Do, 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 cause uh, my mental health at work greatly increased when I got a window and seasonal depression is real. Oh yeah, it's 100% real. It's 100% real. Yeah, it is. So here's the thing. There is a gigantic difference between giving like generic advice. Like, hey, you know, if, if, you're, if you're feeling low energy and you're feeling kind of in a funk, there's some things you can do to just, you know, feel better like drink way more water and take a walk every day and soak up the sun and you know maybe sit and just have some some meditation or thinking time just take that time to do maybe even some breathing exercises okay that's just like super generic okay that's like me telling you oh yeah i I, i'll give you one drinking water first thing in the morning like when i tell you that I'm, i'm not giving you medical advice i'm just saying look there's actual reasons that drinking a nice big bottle of water first thing in the morning, it helps you when, you know, it helps your digestion. It helps with like, if especially if you're drinking coffee, uh, it helps with lots of things. Like my dad was having stomach issues and the doctor was like, drink a giant bottle of water first thing in the morning. And it helped, right? So, but that's not me giving you medical advice. That's just like super, super generic, right? It's just generic. It's like, just that helped me. If you're having stomach issues, you know, you could take a probiotic. But typically what I always say is, you should go and talk to a doctor, right? If your stomach is consistently bothering you, well, go and talk to somebody, you know? Go talk to a doctor. Because drinking more water and taking a probiotic, it, it's it's very generic. It may help, who knows? But you probably need to go and see a professional if you have a chronic thing happening. So... I'll be 40 this year, and for the first time in my life, I suddenly, I was having adult acne. I was like, what is going on? Like, growing up in high school, you know, I'd get like a zit or something. You know, little zit here, there, that's it. You know, and it was always annoying. It'd land on picture day or something. Big old, you know, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer or something going on, right? And so it went on for months, 
And it was like, we tried all the things we knew to try. Facial cleansing, drinking more water, cutting dairy. Nothing helped. Nothing helped. One trip to a dermatologist, and he looked right at me, and he looked at it, touched my skin, touched my forehead, real old guy, and he's like, I'm going to put you on an antibiotic and this cream, and then come back and see me in six weeks. And like three days later, it was gone. It had cleared up. It had cleared up. He said, at your age, it can come from all a variety of things. It can come from stress. It can come from heat. It can come from working out. He called it like Roatia or something like that. And he said, it's just, it's very common in people your age. He said, and it can, it can be brought on by a variety of things. And I know for a fact that it was stress related. I know because I would wake up in the morning and it'd be perfectly great and clear. And then I'd get on the phone with Creature end of the day, and I would look in the mirror after streaming, and there it would be, breaking out. And I was like, what the frick? <laughs> what is happening to me, right? I'd wake up in the morning, and it'd be gone. And so, it was, uh, it was, it was stress-related, you know? Because it would suddenly go away. I'd have, like, three or four days, and it'd be almost, like, gone, Right? Uh, you got it from that pot belly that you grew? I don't have a pot belly. Shut up. Creature, you have acne? No, I don't think Creature has acne. He may be going gray or bald from all the conversations with me, but I don't think he's got any acne. <laughs> uh, so, and it, no, it wasn't Creature that, that was stressing me out. It was like, I'd get on the phone with him and I would like look in the mirror and I'm like, there it is. Because it'd be the end of the day, you know. You know, it would be the end of the day. Uh, <clears throat> no, I don't feel the need to blame uh, Lono over my health problems. <laughs> I don't even blame it on him. That was just the timing of the day. I'd be like, "Well, if it's the end of the day, let's let's hop on the uh, let's hop on the call." And uh, I'd look in the mirror and be like, "Oh man, you know, I'm breaking out again." It was always after a day of streaming. Um, and it was, it was, you know, it was frustrating. It went on for months and it came, you know, it's funny. It literally started a month before I was in the hospital for my blood pressure. It was like a month. It was like a month before that is when it started is when it started. Um, so it was all related. It was like. You know what I mean? I got as an old man too. Stress is my trigger. Yeah. Like, stress brought on acne, and then it brought on, you know, heart issues with my heart, you know? And then we, uh, we obviously have continued to try to, like, deal with it. You know what I mean? Maybe chat gave you acne, chatney. <laughs> That's right. Uh, if anything, you're the reason creature has a constant headache. <laughs> uh,. No, we've we've actually we've actually we've we've I, I was telling him last night I was like when my computer was having uh, that that problem I was so angry I was like we're finally to the point where like we know what we need to do every week we just need to keep doing it and now I got a freaking tech problem which we've solved it like I'm gonna take my um, I'm gonna take the computers to a local place and just have them fix it I don't I don't want to mess with it um, I just I don't I don't I do not mess with that kind of stuff I just don't it's not my it's not my world. Um, 
It's from all that pacing, she said. Yeah, I pace when I'm on the phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, oh, she hates it. If I'm on the phone around her, she get my wife's like, stop. I just walk back and forth when I'm on the phone. Um, so it's uh, it's just, I'm one of those guys, like if I'm sitting, I'll fidget with something. I'll grab a pen or a pencil and I'll fiddle with it. That's why I can't hold things when I'm on the stream because I'll just sit and fiddle with it. I have to keep things out of my hands, you know? I can swing by and teach you if you'd like. Teach me how to do what? Yeah, Hilly says, is it peak on Friday nights? No, Friday nights are like really, really enjoyable. I'm a phone pacer as well. Only on the phone though. Yeah, 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 yeah. Only on the phone. Yep. Some of these streams have had their humor at times, but today you finally broke me. How do, what do you mean? How did I break you? What are you talking about? Teach you PC building things. I don't need... You, you understand I don't need taught how to do it, right? I don't... I, I, it's that I don't want to. I, the, the, the machine that I'm streaming on right now, I replaced the power supply in it. If I needed to swap out the memory, the video card, the processor, I could do all that if I wanted to. I, I don't... I hate. I hate it. I absolutely hate it. I built my own PC in uh, in high school and college, and then in college I was building PCs for other people. I just despise it, right? I just don't. It's just not my thing. The one time I listened without headphones, and my coworkers heard you describing. I didn't describe it though. I said mental clarity. I didn't say that. I did not say that. You know. They haven't stopped sneaking in remarks uh, for the last 30 minutes. <laughs> hey, the, this show, we we, we, we we cover everything, okay? Okay? We, we, we literally do. We literally cover everything. Um, where is the weather report during the show? Do you guys remember when we did that? I thought about that. I was like, maybe we... Well, that's what we'll do. We'll do a member tier where you can you can ask for your me to read the weather to you. And you can get... It'll be there for you every morning. Maybe I'm in the wrong business, right? Like... <laughs> like, that's a channel, isn't it? That's a channel. Is... this? See, this is what, this is what YouTube needs. This is what YouTube needs. I need to be able to set up a hundred tiers that are all five dollars right and I read the weather for all those cities every morning and they only hit your member feed if you're that member <laughs> they're like I just I just love the way this guy reads the weather to me it just makes me feel good you know <laughs> gonna be a rainy day bring a raincoat or an umbrella and hopefully you can go somewhere nice at lunch and they're like oh, it just makes me feel good you know it's worth it's worth paying for this guy to read my weather. You know, I can open my phone and have it in 10 seconds or less. But this guy, this guy really, really brings it. You know what I mean? <clears throat> oh, it's trying to pop my back. Oh, can't do it. Uh, I play every day, but I'm still here supporting. Yeah, I don't, I don't, if that's why, if that's why they're here, I don't care. Uh, what is this? Oh, she scheduled my follow-up. I was like, I got an invitation. Okay, so we did have other stories to cover today. And, uh, 
we are um, mainly we talked about the Blizzard Activision thing, but we do have other things that I was going to do shorts on the Dying Light Two, uh, Dying Light Two uh, information that we got yesterday about all the parkour stuff. A five spot from Hilly Havant UK. Just kidding, you don't need to read. Oh, you want me to give you the weather? Oh, for over there. No, 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 no. We're not starting that. The minute we start that, we... Oh, man, do we lose people when we do that. I, it needs to be its own channel. It needs to be its own channel. Um, <laughs> uh, even before the ban, I could tell you were mentally checked out from Destiny and were ready to move on. It seemed like you just needed the Band-Aid ripped off. Get it? Get it? The ban... The Band-Aid ripped off? Um... Yeah, 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 yeah. To a certain extent, you're right. You know, we were we were already discussing doing half of the week non-Destiny anyway back then. We were already we had already thrown the idea around. You know what I mean? So, can you lend your voice to Alexa? Any software people know if it's possible? Yeah, I don't know how that works because I see people saying that like you know the voice acting industry is is there if you um if you want to get into it, you know, and that's something that I've always enjoyed doing like little voices here and there, but I just, I, I have no idea how that would even be possible. Like that would be pretty cool. If Alexa would do that, would like let somebody go in and they would give you everything that you needed to record to simulate your voice. And then you could sell your own Alexa voice packs. And then they would obviously take a cut. You know what I mean? Like, big YouTubers and celebrities. You know, imagine, like, imagine PewDiePie doing that. He takes a weekend, he records everything needed, uploads it to their software, and then he can sell, like, a PewDiePie voice pack or whatever. Now, obviously, they would probably want to have that approved because they wouldn't, you know, they wouldn't want to work with everybody, you know. They wouldn't want to have, you know, certain people's voice on there, you know. A Doc Alexa would be amazing. Yeah, yeah. See what I'm saying? Like, there, there's there's something there. There's something there. I just don't know if Amazon would ever want to get behind that because then, they, then, they're, then they're working with, you know, with a lot of different people. There are 100% voice packs. I would buy for that. You need to read off a couple hundred thousand words at least to do that. Well, couldn't... But the voice pack could be for more basic stuff. Right? I don't think you need to because it simulates the voice doesn't it wasn't there a video recently that was like this isn't even Morgan Freeman or something I'm sure you can mimic I'm sure deep fake technology is going to get to the point where you can deep fake a voice you know what I mean you can say you know ah yeah hey that you if you say these 100 words we can then uh, we can then mimic your voice Samuel L. Jackson is my car's GPS. Right. Just join. What's today's topic? Uh, we were talking about the Blizzard Activision situation. We were talking. We, we, there's other things as well. Uh, Microsoft X Cloud is coming this year. There was information about um, Dying Light 2. So. <clears throat> At public events, new activities glitch out multiple times. Oh, yeah. I saw all kinds of things that were happening last night. Um, yeah, Samuel L. Jackson would be a pretty good, pretty good voice pack for, honestly, almost anything, you know. Honestly, almost anything. 
a voice is technically just a pitch and sounds. I don't see why they couldn't replicate it. That's what I mean. I, I that's probably going to become a thing very very soon. They can gather enough information from your face to do a deep fake and put your face on somebody else's face. Um that's that's becoming a problem, right? That's that's going to become concerning. You could totally fake you could totally fake things out. Here's a video of this guy saying this and then think about how easy it is to fool the older generation on Facebook, you know? I don't know. That gets that gets that gets kind of scary, doesn't it? You know? Yeah, I thought Aliens Fire Team Elite was pretty good. I said this morning um, that I I think it's like when you go watch a summer blockbuster and you know that it's just going to be explosions and gunfights and car chases. It's not going to be an Oscar worthy performance. Okay. It's not. It's not going to be. And you know what you're signing up for, right? I I think... I think that's what Aliens Fireteam Elite is. It's just a fun game to shoot aliens with your buddies. Like, they got the sounds right, they got the guns right, you know. It gets the job done. You know? I don't even think it's full price, Scary Gary. I don't think it's a $60 game, is it? It isn't like 40 bucks. I don't even think they're charging full price. So much more than basic pitch. There's pronunciation, intonation, and tone. Yeah, but I mean, predict. I would think that there would be predictive technology where they could hear you say the word bus stop. You know? Bus stop. Bus stop. And it would analyze all of the things that I'm doing with my intonation and it could make predictions about how I would say the word. Um, I don't even know. I'm trying to think of... Because if you if you if you analyze the way that I say bus stop, then you would take similar words in that spectrum, and then you would say, "This is exactly what his speech would do if he says the word." Um, I don't even know cop car, cop car. They they would know how. Oh yeah, he would say cop car this way because his hard C from the word collateral. We know how we know how he's going to say cop car. We're going to take the intonation of collateral and stop and technologically predict the intonation and the tone of the word cop. And they would just and then I would be like, "Well, I never said the word cop, but you made it sound like I did because they can they could they could the technology would be able to predict it." Getting speech cadences is hard is the hard part. Try to do a Christopher Walken impersonation. You know what's really funny too about impersonations is you'll hear an impersonation like a really really good impersonation and you're like oh my gosh he sounds just like him and then you'll go and listen to the real deal and you're like no he actually doesn't sound just like him he's just really really good and that's the thing with like a, a deep fake video right you could have a deep fake video of a guy sitting in a chair saying stuff and you'd be like that is that him man that sounds just like him Good morning, Zubair. And then you go and listen to the real deal, and you'd be like, no. Havana's pronounced have ant. Have ant. Have ant. I have an ant. <laughs> Welcome to have ant. We have ants. We do. There are there are plenty of them here. What about when I say bus stop in relationship to a joke and bus stop when scared, excited? Right. 
So that's when you'd have to also create another layer of the technology and analyze how does he say um, you, you would have to create a spectrum of words and have people say them at different intonations. So I'd be like, bus stop or bus stop. One's scared, right? One's, one's angry. One's <laughs> bus stop. And then what you do <clears throat> is you create an emotional tone spectrum that, that operates at a different level. There's gotta be, there's gotta be a way that <clears throat> this, become this becomes a thing. You know what I mean? Deepfakes are good enough to trick my memory of that person, but they don't compare to the real thing. Sure, sure, but give them, give them 10 years. <laughs> you know? Give them 10 years. I don't know, Eugene. It, it could, it could get, it could get pretty, pretty convincing. If you, you give them enough time and, uh, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna see. You know, you're gonna see. Wow. Okay. This is this is potentially pretty dangerous. It could totally fake people out. Total. You know, total fake videos. You know, fake. Uh, you know, fake news or whatever. You know, ten years. Try five. Right. Right. Um. <clears throat> Sorry. Sorry. I was checking. Uh. I get these emails for codes for games, um, and we've got we've got a couple of them that we're gonna try. We're trying to figure out where they're gonna land. <clears throat> Was that a typo, or are you just really happy to see me? It's probably both. The ty- him being happy to see you caused the typo. You know, it's it's they're both they're both related. They're both related. Dana's imp- Dana Carvey's impersonation of Sean Connery being asked if he'd like to take a Spanish vacation is epic. I don't think I've ever seen that. There's the guy. There's the guy that um, he's on The Walking Dead, and he he had to play Red Skull in Infinity War and Endgame because um, Hugo Weaving didn't want to do it. You know what I mean? Um, I'm going to be AFK for a while. My unit's getting deployed. Oh my goodness. Really? Be careful, man. Be safe, dude. Seriously. And we obviously, we, my, we, uh, we have a lot of people here that did serve, are serving, um, Ross Marquand. That's his name. Yeah, 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 yeah. That guy's incredible. That guy is incredible. It's literally Dana just saying yes. Huh. You didn't know that wasn't Hugo? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He uh he didn't want to do it. After the movie, after the first Captain America, he uh Hugo Weaving made it very clear he didn't want to be Red Skull again. He wasn't interested. Uh I don't think he liked it. It could have been the makeup, it could have been the character, who knows what it was. He made it pretty clear that uh he was not interested. Uh, and doing it again. So when they needed him for that role, they had to get somebody that could, you know, sound like him and then make up to just make him look the part. Thought it was Hugo, mind blown. I, I, I didn't know this. Someone told me this. When we were covering it on repeat theater, I'm fairly certain, we were covering it on repeat theater and uh, 
and and someone said, yeah, that wasn't that wasn't him. And I was like, what? And they were like, yeah, no, it was this guy. It was an impersonation. I couldn't I could not believe it. It blew it literally blew my mind. It had to be the part because uh, the makeup in Lord of the Rings is pretty intensive. There's a big difference between putting on a wig and ears and having your entire face covered for Red Skull. You know what I'm saying? I don't think the makeup that he had to wear for Elrond is even in the same ballpark. How long he had to sit in the chair to be uh, to become Red Skull, I guarantee you it's dramatically different than what he had to do for Lord of the Rings. Um, and I, and you know, Lord of the Rings was also before that so it's possible that he was like yeah let's see how this goes again then he was like oh my gosh no Mm-mm. I knew going to the film it wasn't Hugo but he nailed it yeah I didn't know it until way later when, when people told me it. it's funny how that works like sometimes you, you watch a movie and you're like wait no that didn't happen have you ever done that you have like a false memory of a movie and someone's like that's not how that scene goes you know and I'm like are you sure (laughs) I'm usually pretty good with quoting a movie dialogue all of that but sometimes I have like total false memories of movies Um, he said here in this interview I loved playing the character Red Skull it was a lot of fun we were all obliged to sign up for three pictures I was thinking Red Skull probably wouldn't come back in Captain America but he may come back as a villain in the Avengers he continued, By then they'd pushed back on the contracts that we agreed on, so the money they offered me for the Avengers was much less than I got for the very first one, and this was for two films. And the promise when we first signed the contracts was that the money would grow each time. They said, It's just a voice job. It's not a big deal. I actually found negotiating with them through my agent impossible, and I didn't really want to do it that much. Uh, but I would have done it. So it wasn't so I thought I thought he didn't like doing the character. It just goes to show you they probably spun it. They probably had, you know, PR agents going out there and trying to spin it and make it seem like it was his fault, right? Um yeah, the Mandela effect. I've heard of the Mandela effect, like false memories of like the Berenstein Bears, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um we know you have false memories of movies. We keep hearing how much you hate The Last Jedi, <laughs> but we know it's your favorite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before uh, Google, those movie arguments would get heated. Now they last five minutes. Yeah, yeah. You just go Google it. You just go to YouTube. You're like, nah, here's the scene right here. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, Baron Stain. Yeah. Berenstain, Berenstein, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Totally a thing. Totally a thing. The false memory of Luke, I am your father. Yep. Yeah. The line is, no, I am your father. And everyone always says, Luke, I am your father. Yep. I've won so many debates with my wife over voice actors thanks to IMDb. Somebody said the voice of the Black Panther in the Avengers game is the guy that does Kratos. Is that true? I kept saying during the game yesterday, I was like, man, I know that voice. I can, the way he hit some of his consonants, I was like, I know this person. Who is this? And somebody said that it was him. And I was like, no. Christopher Judge, man, I could 
I could hear it. I was like, who is this? It's like, I know this voice. He would say certain words. I was like, man, it was driving me frigging crazy. For me as a consumer, I don't really believe in taking a stance with my wallet. If there are true injustices, let justice take its course. Right, like that would be a really interesting discussion, Mantis. If you're buying the product, are you supporting the wrong behavior and the wrong and the wrong doing or are you supporting a, like is there a disconnect between the product and the and you, does that make sense like how closely how many layers of separation are there before you can say I'm supporting a product I'm not supporting the behavior or the person that did the behavior right like these certain you know these employees are going to be paid and have retirement packages and severances and all this stuff regardless of what we do you know regardless of how much we do or don't support are we re- like they're going to be paid no matter what on a lot of them did anyone see the tribute to Chadwick Boseman and the what if no i didn't see it yet What about those that worked on the product and did not do these things? Right, 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 right. We've had that debate all morning, like, how do you splice it, you know? By supporting the product, it supports the people making the product. It can't be separated from each other. Right, so there's a philosophical question. There's a, there's a, there's a philosophic, there's a famous philosophical question about if you take a boat apart and you move it and put it back together again, is it the same boat? And then you can take it further and say, if you take a boat apart and you put it back together again, and only 80% of it is the same, is it the same boat? Right? Is it the same boat? And I feel like in this situation, that's where we have to go. It's like a philosophical discussion of how many people directly worked on this and then also we're being a terrible person so that when i'm supporting it i'm directly supporting them and their and their you know their income the ship of theseus yeah 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 that's it i remember i remember this i remember this philosophical like yeah repairing the boat one piece at a time and stuff like there was like varieties of the, there's a, a variety of ways of like the thought experiment and posing the question um and so the Shaq was Kazam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shaq was Kazam. Do you hurt the king when you attack the kingdom or do you hurt the people? Right. Right, right, right. It's in WandaVision. Oh, is that. Did they mention that in WandaVision? I can't remember. Sure, but I truly believe that there are rotten apples in any sort of consumerism. Like, do I throw my iPhone in the bin? That was what Creature said this morning creature was like i'd be really interested to know how many people are boycotting activision blizzard do they have an iphone do they wear nike shoes do they buy their clothes at walmart you know what i mean vision's conversation with himself oh that's right that's right that's right that's right that's right yeah 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 yeah. there is no black and white in this there's gray in this case it seems activision blizzard had problems throughout the company and that's enough for me to not want to support and I think you're allowed to come to that conclusion 
I think there's a difference between coming to that conclusion and insisting that others come to that conclusion or that you know going after content creators attacking them for continuing to play or cover or going after you know people that continue to work there right so you're you coming to that conclusion is step one and so many people go to like steps one two three four five six seven eight nine and ten and they're attacking anybody covering it or playing or you know whatever and even if you only do step one you're like well for me personally I will no longer support Activision Blizzard games this was the question that I posed this morning to Eugene I said okay in a year when the court case has run its course people have been fired charged fines you know if there was anybody criminally charged and all that takes place and the bad people are gone or fired or whatever and they've got new leadership at what point would you be able to support them again ever if you will get to a place where you can support them again when is it and how do you determine that I'm interested in that because you don't know what's going on in any of these companies you don't know you know do you consume content on the purple platform do you do you support the purple platform because the purple platform had an article written about them last year and there were 15 ex-employees that said almost identical it, it was like the same kind of stuff right they've not been investigated they probably did de- they, they deserve to be both with us with my situation in getting banned doc situation and all the misconduct charges in that article from last year there's a there's there's grounds for an investigation there in my opinion do you support them you're potentially supporting a company that is is got that kind of crap going on in the background and kept it quiet and fired people or let people quit that just didn't feel like they could get justice eventually i could see myself supporting them again if publicly i can see changes being made to correct the bad behavior right you can only know to a certain level of certainty that they fixed the problems and that was my main question for people that are like well i'm boycotting okay for how long what does it take for to get you to boycott is it just simple accusations is it a court case does it need to be proven like what level because there's plenty of other companies like riot right now is the state of California wants to investigate them and Riot is, deni- is is trying to block it. So if there has been misconduct at Riot, those people are being denied justice right now. You know what I mean? I got YouTube picture-in-picture picture as a premium member. It's the future. I just need picture-in-picture picture chat next. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. If the government comes after them for it, I would probably stop supporting Purple because I understand what steps have been taken for the government to come after them. Right. So for you, you need more than just the testimony. You need it to be like, it it needs to be legitimized by like a government inquiry, which I'm telling you, it's only a matter of time, I think, before Purple faces their own um, investigation. Which would be amazing, because then Doc doesn't even have to spend any money. I don't have to spend any money. We'll just get to hopefully see everything. The discovery process there would be magnificent. We're not talking about a twit longer. We're talking about actual documented, you know, favor trading, corruption, blacklisting, business disruption. Like, you're talking about things that would result in in a lot. A lot. That's, and that's not even the misconduct that they were accused of, right? There's all kind of stuff that I know about 
that if I could prove, I would I would I would be I would be dumping it in the public's lap if I could if I could prove it. Um, because it would be it would it would it would get them in the crosshairs of probably an investigation by the state. Um, <laughs> I don't like that it pauses the video when you close the phone, so I turned it off. I do all the try it out features though. I, mine doesn't. I have YouTube Premium and it doesn't pause when I lock my phone. Huh? What phone do you have, Orphan Twin? Because mine, mine does not do that. I specifically use it in the morning to listen to the intro so that I know how much time I have to get back downstairs. And it does not. If I close the phone, it doesn't shut it off. Ochi, good points for sure. What if the government investigation goes nowhere? Are they forgiven then? Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's yeah, it's difficult because like if they if they decide no, this is this has been really really blown out of proportion or whatever. Like if maybe there's not enough proof or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what conclusion that you come to. Oh, that's the way it is normal. It's the new picture in picture feature. Oh, 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 the picture-in-picture feature does that, not when you, like, minimize it or shut the phone. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, I have YouTube Premium, yeah. Um, I said in a certain dinosaur's chat that you were, I was excited about Diablo 2, and his response was, yeah, if you like supporting frat boy culture, go ahead. Right, because that's how him and that ilk, that's how they think they're tribalistic children like you are supporting frat boy culture do you see what I'm saying he puts you in a box and a label you can't be a thoughtful thinking person that's looked at this and concluded I can still buy Diablo 2 and I'm not supporting frat boy culture I'm I'm supporting a game and a product that I like and believe in and the people that worked on it right do you see like if that was his response to you, I'm not surprised at all because him and that whole circle, they, they, all, that's how they are. They're, they're privately awful. All of them. They're privately vicious. <laughs> they are horrible people. They, you know, I, I really do. I hope one day all the masks come off because they're awful people, you know? Like, and that's a picture into it. There's no room for difference of opinion or different conclusions or different ideas. Oh, pfft, yeah. You're one of them. Yep. Go ahead. You just support at horrible stuff. But no, I don't. What? Why would you put me in that box and that label? Because they're dichotomous, tribalistic, simple-minded people. Like, that's how they think. That's how they view the world. There's no room for difference with them. Right? That's, that's, it's, it's, this is, this is basic childish behavior 101. That's how children behave. Like, they, they reject something, put it in a label, and they attack it. Like, whether, it, like, my kids use the word bully, and they don't even know what the word bully means. They just know it's a nasty word. They just, bully, you're a being a bully, you know. And you got grown adults behaving the same way. Oh, you don't agree with my with my way of thinking? Yeah, well, go, yeah, you just want to support frat boy culture, go ahead, you know. And get some got some pats on the back I'm sure from the from the people in chat yeah <laughs> yeah you told that guy achieving nothing by the way achieving nothing the, and the irony of that group trying to talk about frat boy culture 
Like, if you only knew. Like, the, the irony of any of them waxing eloquent about that is hysterical because of the things they're hiding and the things that the, the, the skeletons in their closet like just absolutely drenched in irony just dripping with it do you think some of the wow streamers likely pushed the boycott because they now have a good excuse to change games seems like some don't enjoy the game for a while I mean it, it I mean it they were all exiting beforehand Russell right they were all exiting beforehand. So there was a big exodus from WoW before this happened. And more than likely, there were people that were benefiting from that exodus because they were probably continuing to stream and cover it and they were getting a bit of a windfall, you know? Gold and other guys suddenly stopped making WoW content and doing WoW streams. Guess what? If you're in that directory and you're doing WoW streams, you might inherit some viewers. You might inherit some momentum, right? there's a vacancy so I'm sure there are people that were like oh this is great this guy's taking a break he's burned out on the game he's going over to Final Fantasy or whatever and they were probably benefiting from it right right now I mean if they're if, if they're if they're um, if they're continuing to play the game and maybe wanting to use that as an excuse to take a break because they were sick of the game. I mean, I, again, it's just, I don't like to splice people's intentions. It's just like, well, I don't know why they'd be playing now or not playing now or stopping playing. You know what I mean? I wouldn't, I don't, I don't know. Excuse me? Yeah, that's right. That's a good shot. That's a good shot, Sven. <laughs> uh. They are concerned with the optics, only the outcome. Yeah, a lot of the times I think that's true. Yeah. What's that? I like mustard and you don't? Well, you're a terrible person. Logic 2021. Right. Yeah. Like, one of the best questions in existence is, what brought you to that conclusion? That is just such a great question to ask, right? What brought you to that conclusion? You know? It's such a good question to ask people right now. <laughs> Facebook and Twitter warring over everything under the sun, you know? And instead of being like, oh, okay, all right. You're from that side of the issue. All right, block. Instead of being like, what uh, What brought you to that conclusion? You don't, you don't eat steak on ketchup? You're uncultured. <laughs> Has this been discussed? Yeah, apparently the Halo Infinite launch date has has leaked. It's going to be in December, which is interesting. I don't know. Also a fan of what could change your mind. Yeah, what would it take to change your mind is a good one. Oh, yeah, yeah. There, there, there's a there's a book that I need to reread before we do the personal channel about this, like how to have really good discussions without going on the attack and just asking questions. Why? to increase your understanding of a person and and what they think and believe. Isn't it more interesting? And I I learned this from, um, hang on one second. I just realized that that the red was back in that position that I don't like it in. I studied, I studied under, uh, for a couple of years under a psychologist and, uh, we did all kinds of things. We did group therapy sessions. We did, uh, you know, uh, case studies, we did a lot. We did a lot of different things in this uh, in this track that I was in with him. 
And um, <clears throat> he all he talked about he he was a he was a very um, he wasn't he was not uh, welcome in in the circles that he ran in right. And he uh, he said he loved he loved interacting with somebody that had a radical position on something. He said because you just get such a sharp focus on an issue from an angle that you don't share. He said it's so informative. He said and it makes you he said it actually makes you better at arguing for your position when you interact with someone who has a radical position on an issue. They're they're rigid on on this. They're unwavering. He loved it. He it was his favorite thing. It was like his favorite thing. And it really impacted me. It really made me value disagreement and differing views. It was like, because it can be so educational, it can be so informative, and it can make you better in your position. Like, well, I think this about that issue. And then you go hammer and tongs with with someone that is on the opposite end of the spectrum. You're sharpened and bettered by that. What we're doing now is, instead of thinking of it in that terms of like, you know, iron sharpening iron and like interacting with somebody that has a differing opinion, making you smarter, better, more educated. Okay. Instead of that, we're just developing just wet noodle syndrome. Everyone's a wet noodle. Everyone's just so flimsy. It's like, well, I can't interact with you. I, that's just, uh, that's so upsetting and triggering that somebody doesn't think exactly the way that I think about this issue block. You're just a limp, wet noodle. You're just a you're just a pushover. You're a weakling. That you you it's that unsettling? Like you can't you can't handle it? It's it's too it's too much that somebody doesn't think like you. It's always better to argue the edges to clean up your own position. Right. Started my own uh, YouTube channel, mad respect for how you're building your franchise here. Definitely look up to you as a content creator. I appreciate that. It's I don't know. It, it's the lost art of discourse. It's just, it's just gone. It's gone. One of the most enjoyable things ever, I think, is to see two people discuss something on opposite end of the spectrum. I, I don't know. Where is that? Where, where have you know? Where have all the cowboys gone? Where have all the debaters gone? Where are they? Where are the debaters of the age? Where are the thinkers and the and the dialogue and the discourse? Where is it? It's it's gone. Every, everyone's just everyone's just using bullhorns and block buttons. You know what I mean? And it seems strong. Like we said earlier, rudeness is the weak man's imitation of strength. It's like, well, it seems so strong to say, oh, you block, but it's weak. You're weak if you can't interact with somebody and have a conversation because they don't think the way that you think. You're, you're weak. You're not allowed to have a differing opinion. It's not even about the main, the quote-unquote mainstream narrative. It's not even about that. It's just the default condition. I said this this morning. The default settings in the video game is 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 tribalism. That's the default position. Is well, if you don't agree with me, you're out of here. You're you're over there. Intelligence analysts like myself still use that in our profession to flush out issues and challenges with extreme points of views. Right. 
It was like the guy on Twitter who claimed he had police reports on you and was asked to provide them as proof. He says, on second thought, I'm done with this convo. Yeah, because he's a liar. There is not a single police report in existence. Do you want to know why I can say that? Because you'd be able to find him. He's a liar. He is a liar. He, and, he, and he said it, and he immediately deleted the tweet because he realized, oh, wait, I just said something that's provably false, right? He's just a liar. So many people in that community did the same thing. They just would rattle off, right? The one guy that runs the conference said, I, I spoke to him verbally and asked him not to come. You're a liar. I tell you that to your face. You're a liar, and you'll be judged for it. Like, you, that didn't happen. You never spoke to me verbally. You didn't. You lied. And you lied about the investigation. You lied about the legal team. You lied about all of it. You lied about me having to be kicked out of VIP areas. You lied about me stealing a badge. Because you're a liar. Like, but that's the problem with the way people approach these situations. It's not about what's true. So in the Blizzard Activision situation, nobody really knows what's true and what's not. All we know is it's an opportunity for power. Right? That's why we said this morning, rudeness is the weak man's imitation of strength like if I if I do this mean bombastic thing and send this tweet or or brigade against this streamer you shouldn't play world of warcraft right it is literally only a power play that's all it is you're grabbing for power in a moment to bludgeon somebody and it's not it's not strength it's not courageous it's it's just cowardice. It's like, well, this is the this is the this is the easiest route to take because I don't want to be on the wrong side of this, so I'm just going to bludgeon this poor content creator who's, you know, continuing to make World of Warcraft content. And it's at the end of the day, it's just destructive. You're not achieving anything. You're not. The fact that we know people right now that are being attacked for continuing to cover Blizzard Activision games. It's like, what what in the what in the world are you achieving? You're not achieving anything. You know, you think the people that did bad at the company are like, oh man, poor us. They're attacking a YouTuber and a streamer. You know, we're over here shaking in our boots. No, they're worried about the the actual, the, the, the state of California coming after them. That's where the justice is going to come from. Not from you attacking somebody on Twitter. So. <clears throat> It's like Lord of the Flies. <laughs> uh, oh, I, the, the, the best part, the best part of that book is when the guy comes and finds them on the island and he's incensed by the violence and he says, what, oh, what's he say? He says something to the effect of like, you, you were, you were civilized. You were British boys or something like that. Like he can't wrap his head around how schoolboys, British schoolboys did this. Like, you're, you you should be civilized. It it, it it disturbed him. It's such a great commentary at the end of the Lord of the Flies that like when they get rescued and they're and they're and they're sort of shocked back into reality that like they've murdered and they've 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 had murder in their heart and done it. Like the one kid gets like crushed by a rock or whatever, and like they're shaken out of that re- the, the reality that they were living in. It's amazing. It's just such good like. What are you doing? You're supposed to be civilized, right? Like, like the Joker says, like these civilized people. It's the, it's like, how civilized are you? You know, <laughs> are you, are you really that civilized? I think it was easier to discern true and false info when there were a few news sources, but with the internet, everyone is the news since we can broadcast it out, right? And opinion 
opinion-laden journalism or opinion-driven journalism is part of the problem as well because then they then there there's no there's no journalistic integrity it's like well it, this is an opinion piece but then it's presented as fact or it's taken as fact by the people that read it that's that's another blurred line that's happened so we need to do the three micros and then we're going to have to super super hurry um and do I, I don't even know because we're I'm trying to think through here to 1 o'clock for the uh, the Gamescom thing and we have Psychonauts too so we've we've got a very small window of time here we've we've eaten up a lot of time um I I'm gonna take a brief break and uh and stretch my legs and I'm gonna come back and then we're gonna <laughs> and then we're gonna do these these we got a lot of news stories we haven't covered yet so I'll be right back Hit subscribe, hit the like button. Another strange day with respect to like we you, the, the the chat activity has been insanely high, um, and so we're greatly appreciative of that. Just make sure you're doing all the other things. You're taking the poll and hitting the like button, um, and and buying coffee. My wife said, uh, uh, my wife wants three orders a day. Um, uh, uh, uh. Those microbes aren't even that good. Bounce them. Oh, the micros aren't even that good. Oh, don't even record them? Yeah, I guess we could just not record them. That might make it a little bit easier to go over to the next thing. Um, Yeah, they aren't very good, are they? I guess we don't have to record them. Um, We said on the front end that we would do that, but it just ended up turning into more of a conversation. Uh, Um, Give me one second here to check out something. Yeah, something weird is going on <clears throat> with YouTube. 100%. Something weird is going on again with YouTube and stat tracking. All of this looks wrong on the back end. Like, today has been exactly what we thought it would be with response and chat and back and forth. And, um, I don't know. YouTube is just is so frustratingly never consistent. We don't have any idea what's going on on the back end, so... Um, I just hope it's because they're messing with stuff and preparing for a big site-wide thing. Because, like, little icons are changing and little buttons are changing, and I'm like, man, maybe they're going to do, like, an actual overhaul here. Um, let me... Mm, this means that it won't get a 30, but that's okay. Uh, uh, uh-uh. What are you doing? I know, but you're doing that. You're doing that gargoyle leer thing. Like it, like makes me feel like I'm, I'm like doing something wrong. <laughs> no, but it's just like that instinctive thing of like, why are you sitting here watching every move? Like, I don't know. You're making me nervous. Uh, you never had that feeling where like someone's like standing behind you and you're like, why are they doing that? Like, am I, am I being watched? <laughs> That must be so nice. It must be so good for you. Uh, do, 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 do. What's that? Yeah, <laughs> it does. It does come off that way. Uh, da, da, gaming. Cyanots 2. Yeah, it's perfect. Yep. Mmm. No, it's not made for kids. Next. Monetization. 
I guess we could always just go over early. I could schedule it so that people do get hit with the noti, the 30. Um, live chat replay that. And then, yeah, I'll do it at the 45 and we'll just go over sooner than that. And then people will get hit with the noti. The 30, the 30 noti. Stream could not be created. What? No, it created it all right. The frick are you talking about, man? Okay, it created it. Okay, give me a second to run upstairs. I'll come back down, and then we'll get ready to shift gears to uh, to Psychonauts 2. Thank you, everybody who voted on the poll, talked in the chat, hit the buttons. I will be right back. Ugh. Game over. 
Maybe you're watching me cook. Do you ever you're ever working on something and like you're you have like an audience, you know? It's always like stop. Like you're my kids will do that. You know, I'll be trying to fix something. Download Psychonauts 2 to see what all the hype was about. Played it for two hours and deleted it. Well, it is on Game Pass. So that's where I got it. What time is the Keeley stream? In like two hours. No matter what you do, internet gives everyone a voice. It doesn't matter whether you get legally tried or not. What the internet says is true, right? Yeah, there's a split gate announcement at 3 a.m. Eastern, yeah. I mean, 3 p.m. Eastern. the era where you had to be qualified to have an opinion (laughs) right Yes, James, I'll be I'll be doing the Keeley thing, yeah. I got a quesadilla here and it's giving me trouble.
Oh, that's definitely true. That's definitely true. Even if you're found to be not guilty. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll be co-streaming the Keeley thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm loving Psychonauts 2. It's okay for people to like different things. I'd gladly pay 60 bucks for it. I'm going to be totally honest with you about Psychonauts. I, I, I look at the gameplay and I look at the trailers and it doesn't make any sense to me. I'm like, how did this how did this game get this popular? Like when I saw Ratchet and Clank, I, I, I didn't need to be I didn't need to be told anything. It made sense to me. But Psychonauts, Psychonauts and Psychonauts 2, I'm like, I don't get the fascination. I'm going to play it today and see if I figure it out. Wolvie, if you're asking me for my thoughts on Spidey, I have not had a chance to watch the trailer yet. game growing up. I know the game will hook me as well. I'm glad you're willing to try new games. Thank you. It's so popular. It's a very nice and gentle concept regarding mental health. Hmm. Lono, please watch the trailer. Watch while you poop or something. No! Usually I try to watch those trailers with my wife if it's like Marvel or Star Wars.
So we'll try and watch it this evening. Do you remember a venue in Louisville that had a plane crash into the hill next to it? <clears throat> it wasn't really crashed. That's what I remember about it. Oh, like it's like a fake, like a prop. I feel like, I feel like I've been there. I feel like I saw August Burns Red there. Maybe I don't know. <clears throat> oh, I've seen the memes. I've seen the memes. Yo, what's good, Ghostwood? If you like Tim Shaver's humor, you will like Psychonauts too. If you liked Full Throttle or Grim Fandango, I remember Full Throttle, and but I don't remember playing Grim Fandango. I played Full Throttle, and like Sam and Max hit the road. I remember playing those at my friend's house, and I didn't get them. I remember playing Sam and Max and even like at the time questioning like I don't get this game. Song you posted on Twitter the other day sounds like Rage Against the Machine. No, it's a Project 86 song. Uh, Rebuttal is the name of the song. Rage Against the Machine, give Fever 333 a listen. I've never heard of that band. I'm hard to get in. It's hard for me to get into new music. Yeah, that's Madam Salsa. Yeah, she made some salsa. It's so good. It's just, it's very basic, but it's so good. It's just like tomatoes, onions, lime, um, maybe a little bit of garlic, a little bit of sugar, I think. It's so good. Oh, it's great. I don't like a spicy salsa. I like a sweet or a very mild salsa. I've never been a fan of going up to the spicy. I always like the 
It's I wanted to add some flavor, you know what I mean? Not burn my mouth. Getting the uh, the old Xbox ready here. Salsa needs at least one jalapeno. I just it the problem is when you do that, okay. The problem is when you do that, is you end up with it's just, it so quickly devolves into, um, too spicy. Do you know what I mean? I've been away for a while. You're looking great. Seem refreshed. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm feeling good, man. I'm feeling good. We, we've gotten into some really, we've gotten, I've, we've gotten into a good headspace, I think. But anytime you're adding something like like jalapeno to salsa, it's like, here's just enough, and here is, it's ruined. It's too much now. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think we, we might want to consider doing some of the green chilies. You can get, like, green chilies and put them in. And it can be a little bit more... Um, you can be gradually increasing the temperature instead of being like I don't know is this and then all of a sudden it's too much um text language default yeah I think we'll I think we'll go up yeah I think we'll go up um there's a warning here that says Psychonauts 2 contains artistic interpretations of serious mental conditions including addiction, PTSD, panic attacks, anxiety, and delusions. There are also images that may be upsetting to people with dental phobia. These conditions are usually presented in a lighthearted or even comical manner, but might still be distressing to some players. Ultimately, Psychonauts 2 is a game about empathy and healing. If you find yourself experiencing a negative reaction to this content, or if you need mental health resources, please visit it. Please visit takethis.org forward slash mental health resources. Um, I just want to get to the main menu. There we go. <clears throat> okay. We're only going to be able to play this for about an hour... We'll be able to play this for maybe an hour. Yeah, for about an hour, maybe an hour and 15. Uh, it's launching today, so it you know it makes sense to check it out. All right? I'm going to put a link in chat. We're going to end the poll. I'm going to put a link in chat. And um, 
this is what we're this is what we're heading over to right here okay live redirect should bring you with me it should it doesn't always do that so that's why we do the pinned message that's why we do the 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 link in chat i will also make sure it is the featured video when we're done playing psychonauts we will co-stream the uh, gamescom jeff keely thing and then after that i have 30 minutes of avengers over on gaming okay so we got a full day still ahead of us we are not done we still got a lot of stuff going on all right smack the like button on your way out and i'll see you guys over in the next stream